Welcome to Crowd Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. Fried Chicken Sammies, everybody. Today is the 24th of March, 2019. We've got a big old stack of comics, a couple good beers, and each other. And each other in friendship. Hello and welcome to another episode of Craft Comics, the weekly comic book show where we talk about the comics, drink some beers, and yell at each other. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's going to be a really fun show. Dan and I just uh, had some very delicious food. Just housed we... some Nashville fried chicken sammies. Yeah, the Nashville Hot, which gets its name from the like oil, spicy oil sauce that you put on the delicious fried chicken when it's done. Yeah, it's like a hot sauce, but you make it with the oil that you fried the chicken in. Super cool I yeah, thought I've never I thought seen was, that before it was kind of fun and gimmicky you pour the hot oil right but it into also this, tasted really yeah good. you pour the hot oil right into this like pile of spices and it just like bubbles up and blooms and so we've been spending our time doing that it kicked my ass it was real spicy yeah, it was it was pretty spicy I was sweating I was quarter sweating. cup of cayenne in that so I was yeah. just like ah, kill yeah, me do it so yeah, this I'd beer is gonna taste really good um, yeah yeah this is craft comics a weekly review show where we talk about the comics that came out the week before and then we also review a couple beers. Uh, Dan brings the beers, I bring the comics. Uh, before we dive into that, though, I want to ask Dan how he's been. I have been pretty well. We had a birthday party for my beautiful wife, Crystal, last Ooh, night. Wow. And uh, wow, 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 wow. we got out our mini deep fryer, fried up some corn dogs and fries. So, yeah, this is like fried food round number two for me yeah you're doing well with the saturated fats yeah, yeah oh yeah i'm not nice. lacking I'm sure. <laughs> that's good uh but yeah other than that just been going to town on the division two as i know you have as yep. well you are max level now i'm 29, 29. i'm one under max level nice that game is very good yeah it's good um you have a lot more grinding to do unless you want me to just power i could literally you could join on me in world <laughs> tier four and i could just drop you all the 450 eye level gear just right at the gate and you could skip all of it or what we could do is we could just kind of run through each world tier and i could drop you like because i'll get the maximum of that um and so you'll kind of have these big spikes that's what i did mm-hmm. a little bit more fun because you actually play the missions it's not completely brain dead you yeah know? i mean i'm sure i'll play the missions regardless whether, right but right. if you're 450 you're just gonna laser everything yeah yeah, yeah. whatever i'm cool with that we can figure it out mm-hmm. i i that game's been really fun solo but i would like to start playing with more people so i yeah. feel like i should get max level higher or yeah faster. and once you're um once you're once you are max level in, in, in 450 there's something that i can play with all my clan mates yeah and there's plenty of stuff to do too like uh, yeah. farm for blueprints and right now we're waiting for the next world tier to come out and then the raid and stuff so that should yeah. be fun i'm looking forward to it yeah i'm excited for that um but yeah that's uh that's about it for danny mac what you've been doing um gosh playing video games i got that new weeb souls uh secure oh, shadows yeah. die twice i i want to play that i don't know why i do this to myself because i i always buy these games and i'm like I'm yeah gonna, this is gonna be the one and I, I love them i love bloodborne never beat it yeah i love dark souls never beaten it because i always hit a wall in those yeah. games. at some point there's just a boss that for, for whatever reason i watch all the youtube videos i mm. look at all the strategy but i'm just i think i'm too stupid i think i'm too stupid <laughs> to play those games I, I just i never learn from my mistakes and I'm just, I just run in, swinging a sword and just die. Yeah. Well, you like not playing or not finishing games is a problem in general, right? I don't think that's limited solely to the Souls games. Yeah, but there's always a, there's always a, 
a wall that I hit in the Souls games because I want to keep playing them, but yeah. I cannot physically do it. I can't go on. Really. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I'm excited to play that game too. Yeah. I just know I don't have really time to right now. Also, I'm thinking about picking up Red Dead since I think it's yeah, still on so. sale. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I'm just I, I'm just gonna focus on the division for now. That's figure, fair. Figure the rest out later. I also just bought uh, the latest because they're they're on sale it's on sale right now the latest sims 4 expansion pack oh yeah famous i love that game i I, I play it like i can't believe they're still making expansions oh my god yeah they they make how long has sims 4 been out like a few years okay two three years okay they have actually more recently than i would have thought they have five expansion packs like 12 stuff like 12 um they call them game packs okay expansion packs are 30 dollars and they like completely rent like overall huge aspects of the game uh-huh game packs are like small little things that you can do and then they have stuff packs which is jesus christ li- li- is, uh, it's just like clothes and items you can buy for how many micro transactions can we fit you, into one game if you if you wanted to buy the entirety of the sims as it would it'd be like 300 dollars, i think oh. but since i've been I've, i bought it on release and I've yeah. been buying them, you know, yeah. I have almost all the, I don't have all the stuff packs because sometimes the stuff pack comes out and you're like, yeah, I don't want, I don't need that. You know, don't need that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, so for, for example, they, they just came out with a game pack called Strangerville, which is almost like a, like a little X-Files thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can start getting abducted by aliens. And if you get abducted by aliens, you can like go on this little mission to solve the mystery of Strangerville. <laughs> nice. It's, it's cute. Cool. It's fun. I, lo- I actually, it's a guilty pleasure Sims 4. Yeah. I play it like five to six hours a week yeah <laughs> just like pretty consistently and it's wow. just it's in my own little private happy time do you have like any any favorite characters that you've made that you've like really connected with not connected with no i just kind of do you I, have any favorite characters that you've like murdered i so i turn death off in those games because oh. like, i'm too sad when i lose a sim <laughs> that i really like uh that makes a one lot of my of sense. like early on one of my favorite ones i had this i had this dude and he was like uh it was right when the um, City Living expansion pass came out. Yeah. So you could move into the city and like live in apartments. And that was like, oh, I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. But, and he, he, so he was the son of um, one of my first Sims. And I was like, I'm going to move him out to the city and he's going to meet his dream girl or whatever. And, like, yeah. first day, he was, I had him try to fix his toaster and he electrocuted himself when he died. And I was like, <laughs> oh. Never again, game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I forgot to turn death off for him. Yeah. And so he just fucking died immediately. And I was like, <laughs> just once i want everyone to survive <laughs> be yeah. happy mm-hmm. in jared's own little world yep you're like that guy from black mirror yeah Who, i haven't seen black mirror uh have you not even the star trek episode no because oh, i man. i have this thing about like really cynical views of the future and that seems like what that show yeah, that's, all that's, is that is exactly people what have is. told me that there's one episode that i should watch if i'm not like that has a happy ending there's a couple that have happy endings but there's one specifically where like the whole thing is pretty happy nice. there's one and yeah the there's a couple others where it's pretty like you don't know what's gonna happen but then at the end it turns out to be a happy ending okay. but those are definitely rarities most of them are pretty like bleak yeah it's like yeah. uh you know it's like the new twilight zone or whatever yeah I, i'm just not a bleak boy bleak yeah. is kind of like the world is bleak man when i, when I why would i want to escape this bleak hellscape and go to another bleak that's why you don't like our, our hero batman he's too dark <laughs> parents died and got it's, real problems I don't, it's not even that i don't like batman i like batman i like i like some like i like some like ugh. i like brooding i just don't like bleak like at least with batman mm. he's fighting like he's fighting bad he's fighting guys for, for good yeah. yeah 
He's not like yeah, Bruce Wayne's a bit of a shithead, but he's yeah. not like doing it because like if, unless if, you read Mister Frank Miller. Yeah. If so, if Batman were running around beating up villains just for, to get paid for it or something, or like to get off on or it, or to get off on it, yeah, like he like he's choking up the Joker and he's like, and then I came. <laughs> that was it. That's really the whole, hard. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole joke. Uh, <laughs> orgasming. Uh, uh yeah. So that's pretty much it. I'm um, sure there's like a pearl. Yeah, I don't want to go there. Huh? There's a, there's some like I'm I'm sure you could do like a. Please go there. Elaborate on that. There there's a pearl necklace joke somewhere in there. Am I right? Oh yep, <laughs> yep, yeah yeah. That's that's uh, that's not good. No, it's that's not, not great. Good. Let's it's, move on. <laughs> <laughs> please, let's move on. Uh, this is already we're already just uh, off the rails here, but we're about to get further off the rails because we're gonna drink some alcohol. Yeah, Danny, would you like to introduce the first beer this week? Yeah. So this week is uh, Weiss Week with Weiss Week Weiss Week with Danny and Jerry. Woo! So the first thing that we'll be drinking is. Disco, a Berliner style Weiss beer. Ich B9 Berliner Weiss. Exactly. Beer. And it says on it, which so I, I we didn't know anything about Berliner Weisses. I didn't apparently they're sour, which I didn't know. I thought it was just like kind of a German Weiss beer of sorts, but I guess Berliner Weiss is a type of sour. And here I was thinking it was a jelly donut beer. But um I still don't understand that joke. JFK got up in front of a crowd in Berlin and said, Ich bin ein Berliner, thinking that that meant I am a Berliner, a Berliner, but it actually meant I am a jelly donut. Really? Yeah. I thought it actually meant that... I thought, yeah, I thought it meant what Jake... J.K. Rowling meant? J.K. Rowling J.K. meant. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of... It's like a famous gaffe, I guess. Ich bin ein Berliner, by the way. Dumbledore's gay. <laughs> oh yeah did you see i saw this amazing okay we're gonna talk about a tweet yeah <laughs> on the thing i, saw I think tweet, I, I think i might have and it seen was it. like it was like no one there's like nothing yeah. there and then jk rowling being like also there was a fifth house in, in hogwarts the house of sex <laughs> where all the wizards were horny and fucked each other all the time <laughs> i was like yeah that's really good yeah I, I like that that uh that meme that's come out where yeah people make fake tweets and all the time of her and just yep, reclassifying other characters in other yeah franchises okay, yeah, everyone's gay one. for no reason yeah um so let's pop into this yeah please tell do you want to talk do we want yeah. i interrupted you with my tweet talk do you oh, want to yeah. talk about the style sure so what is a vice beer yeah i guess i'm not entirely apparently it is a sour beer made uh with a primarily sour agent being lactic acid primary primary <laughs> it's lactic acid jared okay it's <laughs> my Jesus. favorite kind of acid um other than lysergenic acid you know what i'm saying the the cover of this or the the label on this beer is like oddly political (laughs) we don't know why i don't know like what what statement it's making but there's (laughs) like a clearly german aryan looking dude in a suit in like a world war one tank in a world war one tank that's on fire and it's like it looks like it's driving over disco balls i I don't think i don't think it's on fire i think the shit behind him is on fire and he it looks like globes so, driving over like globes of the world or something yeah either globes or disco balls Could one of the two who, who is this man That's i don't what I know. Wanna know he's I, got I, some very like strange hair i even like looked it up on all, on different like on google and i couldn't find any i don't know they didn't say anything about this was inspired by the aryan suited man of 1924 who was famous i don't know yeah, i don't know either it, it does look like a world war one tank it doesn't look like a two but you know 
I'm not okay. Expert. Okay, Jarrett, Mister. Yeah, knowing knowing his tank knowledge for World War One got him. Yeah, I played fucking Battlefield, dude. Get off my bag. <laughs> I I knew that's what it was from. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna open it up. We're gonna struggle, see. Bus. How about hey? Can I pour it while you tell us about uh, the brewery? This is Three Floyds, right? Yeah. And everyone's got a big old dick wagon for this. Yeah, they do. They, they, <laughs> that sh- makes sense. They sure do, Jarrett. That's that's what they say. So yeah, it's out of uh, Indiana, I believe, right? Gary, Indiana. I think it's like Indianapolis, um, but I'm not positive on that. But uh, give me your glass. Yeah, people do really like them. I think they're okay. They. Aren't they make zombie dust? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, zombie dust is like which we've made fun of on this podcast, which we have made fun of. Yeah, it's kind of like that Do other. You have zombie dust. Zombie dust. It's like it's 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 oh, yeah, the we... quintessential beer that was made like scarce just for the sake of being scarce. Yeah, we made it's fun like, of it on that episode where we drank that one. That, that other was... one that was sort of like zombie dust. Yeah, what was that? It was a uh... Centen- It wasn't hop whooping. It was like hop. It had hop slam. That was it. That was hop slam. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that. Where like, there's no real reason for it to be seasonal, um, but it is. How's it looking, Jerry? Looks pretty good. I just got all the yeast though. I poured it all the way out, and now mine's real cloudy. Nice. Oh yeah, mine's mine's crisp and clear. Ah, Give me some, nerd. You can have a sip. Um, I'd rather spill this shit everywhere. So yeah, let's take a drink. You take a sip. I will stall for time. Um, Dan, he's having a... Ooh, he's smacking his lips. That top note. That cream. That cream. Is it? Is it sour? Pure vanilla. Um, yeah, it is pretty sour. Uh, it's not that sour, though. I, I like it. It's... And I think I read this on my brief Yum. <laughs> Googling of Berliner Weisses is that they're <laughs> supposed to be pretty mild. Though this one, it does say on the bottle, it's not a typical Berliner Weiss. I don't know what that means, but it's, yeah, it's that's yummy. just what it says. But it does taste good. It's supposed to be an easy drinking yep. sour yep. that you can kind of just like house. Checks all those boxes, baby. It's mm-hmm. really good. Um, yeah, I like it too. Honestly, I'm kind of over sours for the most part. Sours but... are so passe. It's all about the hazy IPAs <laughs> now, baby. Yeah, I, I just like sours that, I don't know. I think I drank too many sour sours, like too many that were oh, like, really sour. Yeah. And it just soured me on the experience. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, oh. my God. Yeah. That's oh. Comedic genius. One other thing I forgot oh. I wanted to mention. Yeah? I found out who one of our podcast subscribers is. Who? One of our, like, is 10 or 12. Uh, no. I oh. mean, I mean, we already know a good amount. But, uh, yeah, at Crystal's birthday party, uh, Nathan Cooper, shout-outs to our number one fan, Nathan Cooper, said that he downloads it all the time and listens to it on his, like, sometimes he has to commute to Iowa or something. That's amazing. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, like, yeah, I love it. It's should, great. should we give him a superpower while we're on the air or something like that? Nathan? Oh, yeah. Nathan Cooper? Yeah, Nathan Cooper. Okay, let me think. Um, we'll come back. We'll come back to it. Maybe after yeah. a break we can talk about what special power Nathan Cooper is going to have. Yeah, I think we'll have to get past number, Beer one, 1 fan in order to... In come order up to with a good enough yeah. one, yeah. Did he say who his favorite is? I know that he's probably honor-bound to like you more, but... I mean, that's, I mean that, that'd be kind of a weird thing to... No, we have to <laughs> We have to pick, pick a side, I like, your, I like your show, except I really only like one of the one of the halves of it. Yeah, Dan... And I s- wanted to tell you about it. <laughs> you're actually really bad. <laughs> because you're one of the hosts. You should make Jarrett talk exclusively the entire time. Yeah, that's that's, that's you, exactly what he what said. You, so what do you think about the beer? Do you like it? Yeah, I do like it. It's like super it. drinkable. Uh-huh. It's like a little bit... 
feel like it's got a little bit of a... I don't know. I can't tell if it's like a little Banana. bit hopped or not. Maybe it's because I got the yeast, but um, I get like banana Do you want to try mine? Yeah. Yeah, They. I did read also that it sometimes has... Clovey. Some like yeast characters typically... Yeah, I can I can taste some good yeast characters. Yeah, there. yours doesn't have it as much. I think it's because I got the the cloudy. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah, yum, since yum, it yum, since yum. it is a vice beer, a lot of those uh you know those yeast esters and stuff that are typical of more hefeweizen styles kind of bleed through into this. Vice vice baby, good one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that would have been percolating in my brain for like I didn't listen to a fucking uh, word you just said. That's <laughs> like forty five seconds. I'm just like. Vice, vice baby, You're like, say I gotta it. get this in as soon Brain, as he don't stops say it, don't talking. say it, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> vice, vice baby. And here we are. Here we are. And here we are for this week's round of comic books. Are you ready, Dan? I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I think I am. I think I am. These are comic books that came out, I don't know, figure it out, like the 19th, the 20th maybe? No. Four days ago? <sighs> you five know, days like ago? around this week. Yeah, this is the comics that came out last week on Wednesday. I don't know. I don't know what and you want. And we're going to spoil them. I don't know what you want from me. Yes, this is a spoiler warning. This is a review show. We're going to talk about these books. We're going to spoil these books. It's not. It's nothing personal. We're not coming after you. We're not saying, hey, I heard you wanted to read this book. We might come after you. Fuck you. But not usually. Right. Not unless you've wronged us. Yes. Um. But yeah, so exercise little exercise some caution if you're planning to read these books smash that pause button baby that's mm-hmm. it's not that hard just open up your phone click the pause button and then read uh, them and then come back yeah. to hear our expert takes on it yes the the what's like a is a hot take is like a bad a bad opinion right i mean kind of it's it's like a controversial opinion i feel like our takes are lukewarm yeah yeah i feel like we don't yeah like if you dipped your finger in and you held it there long enough yeah. you'd be like ow i'm but not you're like not gonna burn yourself i'm not like super into the I mean, I don't, like, read reviews for the most part of comics. Every uh-huh. once in a while. I pay attention to, like, I don't know. Sometimes, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. But sometimes I read, <laughs> like, uh, IGN comic reviews. And Ew. I know IGN's trash. Ew. I know, but, I don't know. Sometimes they help me keep track of when some good, uh, some good, uh, fuck, what do you call them? Like the... Books? Yeah. Comic books. <laughs> <laughs> like the like like graphic novels or something oh, sure. like when a big uh thing comes out well you should do that you should pay attention and see uh if we're missing anything right like if we're missing any good shit that's happening right now yeah because uh we, i get kind of stuck in my ways you know yeah i'm pulling i get i feel like sometimes you fall into a rhythm you're pulling the same books you're not really you follow, out like much. the subreddit too though right and they yeah a little bit they're they're kind of they're trash, man. Yeah, I mean it's it's Reddit. Yeah, it is what it I is. I tell you about the the um yeah really shitty responses <laughs> I got from my why yeah. is Gwen Stacy still dead? Yeah, you did tell me. I about was that. like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Everyone else in comic books has been resurrected a yeah. hundred times, but yeah, yeah, Gwen Stacy who got killed off for political reasons. Yeah, and like Stan Lee in like even, the seventies, right? Yeah, openly admits that it was a mistake and that he regrets it. Yet she hasn't come back yeah, ever. Just, just fix it. And they're like. Well, there would be no Spider-Man without Gwen Stacy. One, that's wrong because there's Spider-Man before Gwen Stacy, <laughs> right? Like, how like, many can- canonically? How many fucking Spider-Man he gets pieces? His powers yeah. before? How many pieces of Spider-Man media do we have that Gwen Stacy's not even mentioned? Yeah, it's not integral to Spider-Man. No, not um, at this point for sure. No, and also, and then <laughs> one of my favorites was uh, Gwen Stacy dying was the most interesting thing that ever ever happened to that character. <laughs> it was just like these like. I don't even super dismissive, dismissive, and probably sexist. Not even low key sexist, just yeah. like mid key sexist yeah. shit. Like, 
she had to die to advance so that he could learn a to lesson. To advance the man's plot. <laughs> yeah, I was like... She's <laughs> only useful to him as a plot device. To die. To die. Yeah. She I, has no, no there is no of her own. There's no other way that Spider-Man could learn that, you know, maybe he should keep his loved ones safe than if she died. <laughs> That's the only way. It's the only option. So yeah, that was real shitty, uh, but it's it fine. I, I don't know. It's fine. What, what it's fine. I, You're clearly over what it. did I expect? <laughs> I'm going to stand for Gwen Stacy until I die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send I'm going to send fucking letters into Marvel every week <laughs> until they bring her back. Bring her back. Bring her back. I'm gonna like <laughs> and they're like we have two comics with her currently in production. <laughs> it's, it's not the real not one. the main Earth 42. It's 616 Dan. get it fucking right. Let's move on to the books. I think it's uh, 42 for DC. Yeah, Earth 42. Why not just one? What's wrong with too you? easy? Yeah, too easy. We got to go 616. Yeah. It's it's the only thing that makes sense. Well, 6 plus 1 subtract 6 is 1. What? Yeah, uh, think about that. Let that percolate in the old brain sphincter again. DC, uh, DC Comics, we only have two this week. We have Batman number 67, written by Tom King, with art by... Well, you can't even say written by. There's like <laughs> yeah, there's like 10 words in this entire thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, art by Lee Weeks and Jorge Fornes. Sure. Uh, Laverne... Oh my god, what are they doing with me? Kinder... <laughs> Kinzer Disc... This okay. is my favorite part of the podcast. Oh, Laver- Laver- I don't have to Laver- read this shit. on colors and Clayton Cowles on letters. Dan, do you want to talk about this uh, scorching dumpster fire of a comic? <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Here's a scorching dumpster fire. That's my hot take for this week. Wow, that's real hot, man. You, you hating on Batman. No one saw that shit coming. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like... So this is... It basically is just one extended fight scene. And I think we're still in Dream Batman universe, We are right? still in Dream Batman. I hate that. Otherwise, otherwise the big page turner reveal at the end would have <sighs> maybe meant something. So this right. whole issue is just Batman chasing down a guy after he witnessed a murder on a roof. He looks kind of like Rorschach. He's in a trench coat and a hat and has a weird mask on. He's got cool cut of The mask is pretty cool. Like the Lee, yeah. the, the, so the Lee Weeks art in this is muy bueno. Yeah, I like the way Lee Weeks draws Batman. Yeah. He draws him as like an actual human looking person and not like a giant muscled like tank man, <clears throat> like Wolverine type. Yeah, like but Frank like, Miller. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so he, he, it's, it's just one fight scene. There's very little to none dialogue. And then he rips off the mask and it's the Joker. <laughs> it's like the most cliche thing I can fucking imagine. And like, like, and like, who me- could be behind the mask of the man who witnessed a murder on the rooftop? Yeah. It's just so, and like maybe the page turner would have been cool if it wasn't the Joker or it, not, if, if it, it wasn't, wasn't a in a dream, dream world. Yeah, because yeah. like none of this is going to matter. Has, in there's no two issues. Yeah, all this, of this will be irrelevant. Right. This has nothing. And it, I I God, know I that hate that so much. This is a five part fucking series. Yeah. It, it, what is happening? I don't know. I th- it's man. It, Could you imagine being Tom like, King has just got to be so just tapped for ideas like dream sequence. I got yeah. it. He's so tapped for ideas that, that he was just like, five oh, issues. I've got Lee Weeks this week or this yeah. week, this week like I'll, this I'll issue, let him carry it. I'll just fucking have him chase some dude on a roof and then pull the mask off. It'll be it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be the Joker. It'll be great. I mean, there's not much else really to say. No. To be honest with you, you know, I, you're right. This is pretty trash. Like the art is good, but God, this. Uh, the I mean, more I art... keep talking about the fact how long this dream sequence has lasted is so stupid it wore out its welcome the very first issue yeah. with, the, with the piggy thing yeah and you're because then then you it's revealed that the entire issue was a dream yeah little did we know at the time that there would be four more dream sequences 
Like, okay. At least, like, I and I hated the Daredevil dream sequence, so that only lasted one issue. Let us not, let us not forget either that this has been interrupted by for a month by that flash yeah. crossover yeah event. you're right so we are still in this shit in after like a oh my month God. and a half are we batman is yeah. this been is this been a fucking dream this entire time and yeah we're just trapped in this in this fucking basement together for all eternity maybe that would be so bad. there are worse ways yeah. to spend eternity i guess as long as we still have new comic books every week every week yeah. and every, new beers. Well, every every week right yeah like, but e- even so, even if it's like every day, I mean, like, the then machine, we just get new beers and comics every day. It's the like, machine tells cool. me that the beer tastes good on my tongue. It tells <laughs> me that I've imbibed alcohol. I'm actually sounding like Mr. Anderson. Wait. No, who's the Mr. Yeah, Mr. The, Anderson from The Matrix. Agent? Yeah. Mr. Anderson is Keanu Reeves' name. Mr. Oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, who's the Mr. Agent Smith. Smith. Agent, agent Smith, Smith. I, was, yeah. I feel like I was sounding a little bit like him there. Yeah. I was trying to be uh, Cypher, right? That's his name? um from the matrix the guy who's eating oh. the steak you know oh that was a that was a very long it was wow a, that was a reference good reference thank man. you thank you i dug deep we went through three characters of that series before you got to the person who actually said that line who is your favorite matrix um i think i like mr matrix the best. mr matrix is yeah. pretty good that's a good choice yeah. i like mrs matrix but you know i like the female character. yeah i do i do dan do you want rate uh, do you want rate do you want rate, do you want rate? Um, i i don't want rate I, I guess like 2.5 on the Richter scale. I'm going to give it. Oh, we we have to give it a Tom King rating. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is a five out of five Tom King rating. But is it though? Because there's not a ton of dialogue clouding up all the pages. But there to counter that, there is a lot of bullshit happening. That's true. So that's true. I'm going to give this a five. I'm well, gonna, I'll, give it a, I'll give it a four. On yeah, the Tom I'll give King. it a four on the Tom King rating as well. And for... Uh, I'm going to give it actually a three and a half only because of the art. I think the art is phenomenal in the weeks. The art is very good. And like, I, you know, <laughs> this is going to sound real shitty, but at least I didn't have to read this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly <laughs> At least I like, mean. was like, ooh, like Batman's chasing some stuff. Honestly, it was fine. Yeah. The, the comic was fine. It was, it was, the, the it's the just like within the really context nice. of the last few issues, yeah. it's so far worn out. It's welcome. It's it, just, it just really lost me at the end where he pulled the mask off and it was a joker. And I was like, I think my eyes actually rolled back. Yeah. Like, okay. It's like, wow. What a, what a twist. Who would have thought? Who could have possibly come up with something that brilliant? Boy, you thought. <sighs> Uh, and then the last book for DC this week, but oh my god, so one much of the, better! One of the this might be my favorite book this week. It's really good. It's super good. This is Aquaman number forty six, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, who has been just a goddess with this new Aquaman creative team. True. Robson Roca is still on art somehow. Yeah. Keeps churning month after month this thing out. I don't uh, know how. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I did. I did notice that the details seemed a little less. Yeah, but that's I agree. okay. There, there wasn't as many like sprawling Crazy landscapes lines. and like yeah. There was one really nice. There was two page yeah, turner. Yeah. yeah, there was. But yeah, I agree. Apart from that, it it was still really good art. It just wasn't as insane as the which, last few. Which I mean, in order to do this, yeah, who could keep monthly, up that pace? Yeah. Um, I I hope I hope I hope I hope that he he or she. I'm assuming Robson's a, ma- a guy's name, but I would think so. Um, sticks around and, and keeps doing this because uh, like as good as the writing has been, especially in this issue, I thought the writing was very strong in this issue. The art just like elevates it, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. so much, and it, it just wouldn't be the same without. But if it. like if this is what he has to do in order to keep doing yep. this book, yep. I'm 100 okay with it. And we've got Jason Keith on colors and Clayton Cowles on 
letters clayton cowles again you said that he does a lot yeah he does like four that's at least crazy uh so this is i think this might be the finishing up um of this oh nope this is part four of five yeah of the unspoken water arc because they kind of leave a there's a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end right yep yep so yeah. and, and it makes sense that there's that there's one more left yeah um dandy want to talk about this yeah so yeah the, main, the last issue right? i mean one of the re- main reasons we love this is for the art probably the main reason but yeah. the rest of it's really good too yeah the, so, the last one was a really awesome setup issue for this villain right? yeah. yeah and it was like super i don't know it was it basically read like a greek myth or nordic myth i guess creation tale yeah um about yeah one of the basically creators of the world is what was it like goddess salt or something like that yeah mother mother ocean mother's salt something like that yeah mother salt um and she yeah she she had some tragic tale with all of her children you know typical all of her children murdered her tragedy kind of shit yeah and then she tried to murder them and so then they like broke her into a bunch of little pieces and scattered her across the earth so one of the women that thor was traveling with is one of the pieces (laughs) Or sorry, Aquaman. <laughs> that no, Aquaman the, was the other blonde with the, superhero yeah, with a beard. Yeah, uh, is one of the pieces of salt. So yep, she K- came K- kale or something like that. Yeah. So they encountered uh, salt, and salt kind of turned her into a weird monster thing, salt munchkin de- demon that uh, tries to kill Thor, and then she takes. Thor. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? The no. second time. God damn it. <laughs> Dude, they look exactly the same, especially now that they both have beards. Yeah. They look exactly the same, except for their outfits. And yeah, and this every... is DC Thor's in a Marvel universe. <laughs> uh, man. Okay, so, then, uh... Was it thrown you that this chick, uh, Kale, is uh, calling him Andy? Yeah, that that was throwing me. Because Andy seems like such like a modern name. Like, yeah. Andy! Yeah, and, and yeah, all... for context, it's, it's because he has amnesia. Yeah. He can't remember who he is. Um, so they call him Andy. Why not? What, Why what not? Better, yeah. What better name? This guy looks like an Andy. Yeah, he, this guy's an, he's an Andy. He's an Andy for show. Um, so then, uh, she takes control of her salt form. The, what's her name again? The K- good one? Kale. Kale. She takes control of her salt form and becomes like, she like grows out some cool blue horns and. She gets, she turns kind of bluey. Yeah. And it's ready to mess shit up and salt turns into a giant dragon. It's pretty sweet, and then it's at the really end, cool. like at the end, um, Aquaman is riding on the Mother Salt dragon mm-hmm. form, and witnessing just these horrors as she just like lays waste to, uh, presumably islands and people and things like that. And he, so he cries out, and uh, his cries for help resound through the ocean. There's this like really awesome panel of like, yeah. and they heard you. And they answered your call, and yeah. like, like and from, on like, this on the land and on and the, the sea. the old gods prepared to answer, and it's just like a lineup of all these badass, ready like, to just fuck some shit up for gods. Earth. And it was just like, yeah, so we're gonna come save Aquaman. And like Mara, and Mara, yeah, Mara's Mara like, hears he's him. alive. It's fucking dope. Mara seems like a really cool character. I wanna. They're doing some good stuff with. I don't think she was traditionally very cool, but they, okay, recently they've been doing some like really awesome shit with her. Because she this week or next week has her own graphic novel coming out yeah tiebreaker yeah i'm interested in that i think that that didn't come out in issues so i'm pretty sure that that is just uh yeah it is but uh but yeah i'm interested in that yeah me too and i'm that's a really cool cover her like it's just like her eyes right because she's submerged yeah she's submerged in water like looking up and it's like is it like does she have a trident yeah it's sticking up out of the water sticking out of the water too yeah yeah that was cool yeah the okay yeah this is really fucking good i loved 
so Kale is, I think she's a really cool, interesting character. I, I like. Yeah, me too. And I, she, I, I liked a bit of, um, so her mother was basically trying to absorb the salt. Like, so she planted her, her mother planted this seed of salt inside of her when she was young. And it's basically just been like nurturing it, mm-hmm. it, not her. Right. Right. And now that she was there, she tried to like pull it out and, and kill her. Um, but she kind of rests control away of herself, you know, yeah. from her mother and yeah. then, uh, gets these cool horns and shit. And, and then she's... slashes her mother's dragon wing. Yeah. It's dope. like you do. Yeah. She's, she's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. This has been really, this has been a really fun. It's been really good. Uh, it looks yeah. like it's building up to also really good stuff. This is, I, I mean, I, when, what kind of a weird world is it that the Aquaman is one of my favorite DC yeah. titles coming out? But... Yeah, for sure. I think that and Heroes in Crisis are my yeah, favorite Heroes DC in Crisis. Well, it was a slow right roll. I didn't like the first two issues, but yeah. they've been real good ever yeah, since. Yeah, they've been real good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what uh, ratings? What do you think? I'm going to give this a five. No surprise there, right? Yeah, I'd give it a 4.5 for me. Yeah. 4.55. Round up to five. Wow, you're pretty convincing there, Gary. Just round it up to five. Uh, no. 4.5. Why? What, what? Don't, you know what? Don't tell me. You <laughs> You just can't let me have, you can't let me have a good time. <laughs> No, I can't. <laughs> uh, next up, that's it. Yeah. Oh, what? That's it for DC. Next up, we have Marvel. Good old Marvel. Good old Marvel. And the first Marvel book that we have is Immortal Hulk number fifteen, written by Al Ewing with art by Joe Bennett and Rui Jose on inks. Paul Mounts is going to be on colors, and Corey Pettit, VC is Corey Pettit, on letters. Uh, do you want to do this one? Sure. Cool. Yeah, Immortal Hulk coming off of its Green Door arc. This is like the second one in the new... Uh... Yeah, this is kind of exploring a little bit more about Bruce, I think. Yeah, and I was actually kind of... Well, we'll get into that, I guess. But basically, dude, I... someone shot... Uh... <laughs> God, I almost called her Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> Betty! Something's going on with me and names today, man. They're just not sticking. It's that spicy chicken. Yeah. Scrambled Honestly, uh, that put me in like almost a coma. I was ready to pass out, just take a nap right there at the, at the, table. At the table. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so good. So, uh, Doc Samson, who I know from like way back uh, comics, but, and apparently he was killed off, which makes sense why I haven't seen him recently. And then he, this issue is kind of about him talking about how he was resurrected. Betty got shot in the head in the last issue, and they never talk about it, which I'm sure it'll come back, so I'm not they too concerned about it. about it. I mean, they talk about it happening, but they never show her. Yeah, they never and show her again. the last issue, her eyes were glowing red, so it's yeah. assumed that she is going to Hulk out, because apparently she also was an Incredible Hulk at one yeah. point. Um, but yeah, Doc Samson is Bruce Banner's slash the Hulk's therapist, and he also has super strength. <laughs> I mean, you'd need to. Yeah, you right? need to, yeah. right? Um, so it was cool seeing him come back. He he looks super weird. He's just got long Fabio-esque green hair. Yeah, I dig him, man. Yeah, he's great. I love him. He's the buffest psychiatrist I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And and you've seen some buff psychiatrists have, in your sure day. Um, but yeah, he literally crawls out of the grave because of the green door opening which Pulls i thought was open, cool yeah. and uh so the rest of it is him talking with the hulk and i was so the first part of this was actually pretty sweet it was him fighting the hulk and the 
last issue, um, the guy who shot Betty also shot the Hulk through the dome. And so he's got a hole in his head and he's fighting Doc Samson for the first few pages of this, which I thought was kind of funny because it kind of reverts him back to his Hulk smash days or whatever. And uh, Doc Samson's just waiting for his flesh to regenerate and his brain tissue to regenerate so he can talk like a normal person again. (laughs) Yeah, like reason. But it was kind of a funny like flashback to when Hulk couldn't form coherent sentences you know and then uh and then he fixes himself and he's like oh what are you doing here or something like that um so that was kind of cool and they were and then where did they go they oh yeah there was this bit about uh there's this demon hulk persona that's been locked inside bruce banner's psyche and doc samson kind of realizes that this hulk is that hulk yeah so he he talks about that one time during one of their sessions, Bruce confided in him that there was a evil, um, very, very evil Hulk persona. There's like multiple Hulks, I guess. Um, or yeah, you know, what I, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. like multiple Hulk personas out there. And one of them, uh, terrified Bruce. And he said he had to keep it locked away because he feared that the Hulk, that, that one, that was that one that he locked away would be the end of the world. Right? Yeah. So and, and devil, he called him the devil Hulk. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of lives up to that. And, and when he's talking about, it, he's like, are you the devil Hulk? And he's like, yeah, but basically what I think is that humans are going to murder themselves with nuclear war, climate change, and like all of this other stuff. And the people in charge will never admit that because they're too because they want to save face so i want to end the world so that some of the people can actually live which is kind of a cool take on yeah i mean they're definitely setting him up to be a bad guy now i think yeah Um, this one and and um no road home uh, yeah i I, i'm glad we read this one first because you got the insight and then there's a payoff in no road home that we'll get to later i was like yeah that was a when I was when we were reading that, I was like, "Oh my god, this shit is getting fucking real." That's what I was talking yeah. about. And yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Yep, yeah, that was cool. I I love the Hulk, whether he's a good or a bad guy. I, I just like it as long as they make him interesting and it's not just like Hulk Smash kind of stuff. Well, yeah, and, and this... I like I like this idea that like there are multiple personas of Hulk. Yeah, and this one is smart and yeah conniving, and that's what makes him so yeah dangerous. He's the Devil Hulk. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then at the end of it, the big reveal is that not only is Doc Sampson alive, but so is Rick Jones. Rick Jones! Who? who? <laughs> we don't know who that is, because yeah, we we're fucking novices. Um, but I'm sure we'll find out in the next issue of yeah, Immortal Hulk. The theme of this seeming to be that death is not permanent for any of these people, and they're kind of all bound by the same fate and they don't know why and it's uh kind of haunting them yeah well kind of because of the green door though right yeah but they don't know why right that's the big the big question is why are they why are they why have they been chosen why it would make them also special i mean it it sure makes it easy on the writers and editors of marvel to just bring them back like that i do like um how, how cavalier the hulk was about betty uh, yeah, Doc, me too. Doc that was Samson's, interesting. Doc Samson's like, uh, she got shot, dude, and he's like, he's like, she's fine. He's like, yeah. He's, he's like, just... he's like, you're back from the dead. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. We're, like, yeah, because Doc Samson's like, oh wait, how do you know Betty went here? He's like, we're not. What are you talking about? We're not looking for Betty. Yeah, and then they see that their other friend Rick. Jones. Yeah, I think he says something to the f- effect of, she took a bullet to the head. I'm pretty yeah. sure she's fine. Yeah, and Samson's like, we don't know that. <laughs> okay, funny. He's like, yeah, she's fine. She's, yeah, I, she's fine. God, I, I love this series. This is the Hulk comic that I've always wanted. It is commendable that they took one of their flagship heroes and are making him a horror 
evil person yeah right like for good reasons though yeah sort of sort of it's one i mean that's what he's not wrong right like people Mm -hmm. are slowly destroying the planet and no one and you have actual real life politicians denying it you know yeah as overwhelming evidence of like ocean current (laughs) change Uh, no we're not wrong (laughs) no it's a hoax it's a hoax folks uh ratings Oh, I really like this one too. I... Two out of five. Wow, that seems <laughs> wow, low. Wow, I'm pretty low for Danny Mick. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a strong six. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five. I really like. You're gonna give it a five? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a four. Wow. I don't. Know. Wow. It's like we might as well just have not have read it. Yeah. 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 Huh. Wow. All Shucks. right. Well, moving on. Moving on to from next that trash rating. <laughs> to Age of X Men Next Gen. Number two, written by Ed Brisson with art by Mark's Toe. Uh, Jason Keith on colors and Clayton Cowles on the letters. Yet again. <laughs> yep. Age of X-Men Next Gen is a sort of, it's a part of, well, Age of X-Men is a event uh, that we've been reading and we think it's really good where yep. Hope Summers, it's Hope Summers, right? Yes. Has given every person on the planet mutant powers and they live in this kind of like orwellian sort of dystopia dystopia but it's like a it's like paradise but it's not really you know dissenters disappear have their mind scrub shit like that yep and next gen specifically uh focuses ar- uh, around a bunch of young kids kind of in training to be the next generation of um ex-cops pretty yeah much um but the kind of thread is beginning to unravel a little bit because uh because our boy what is his name glob the glob. glob yeah something like that something the, like that glob boy glob boy well That's a good um name. what's her name the girl uh the girl from the at the end of the last issue the girl is really fuck i can't remember her name i shouldn't just call her the girl i know it's it starts with an what is it? Hisako. Hisako. Hisako sees some stuff that's kind of bother- troublesome, right? They, they go to investigate a fire. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're heroes. We should help. And then um, it's some, they don't. They see something that they didn't really expect and that they see kind of a, an, an older X, X-Men, the Blob. The Blob. Right? Holding down one of their students. Not to be confused with the Glob. Please don't be confused. Who is a high school boy who is trans lucent this is exactly what happened the last time we did this i was trying to i was trying to explain the plot and you kept on interrupting me (laughs) sorry it's driving me nuts (laughs) moving on so the the blob is holding down a young a young kid and basically being like god you know what happens to you the third time thankfully this is only the second time we're gonna have to scrub your brain of this shit but if we catch you again you're fucking dead basically and, and there's a beast boy who got caught who got oh, caught no it's um the the kid who takes the lsd uh, yeah beast boys dc what's yeah, his name the kid who takes the lsd in the first couple yeah. panels of this i don't i don't remember his name okay but uh he does look a lot like beast boy he looks like gar he's green. yeah he's a short little green man yeah um and so she runs to this is all happening in last issue she runs to go talk to confide in the glob and he's like i it's time for me to tell tell you the truth so he covers her in his like body wax <laughs> Uh, which causes her to be unable to be affected by whatever weird, subtle mind control powers that they must be pumping yeah. out um, because they alter people's brains on like a daily basis. Yeah. And kind of ch- change the way that they think to fit their narrative. Um, and so for whatever reason, the globs wax that makes his body up causes him to be unaffected by it. Yeah. He's kind of like, this world isn't real. We've only been here for a few months and they make every, it make it feel like it's been years. Something's, yeah. something's very wrong here, which, I mean, we kind of had an idea from the beginning, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one just kind of explores a bit more of that. Um, you see 
the boy who had his his mind getting scrubbed joining the cult leaders of uh what's it what was it apocalypse yeah and Sabinder yeah apocalypse yeah so yeah, he he joined their cult members and we saw in that apocalypse and the extracts that's what it was right yeah uh they have like a, a hippie love cult basically but which um which they use to try and free people from this delusion yeah and uh in this one the the plot seemed to be advanced that they had captured the lady i'm assuming that the rainbow shit is some essence that she yeah exudes right because that's yeah. what you her powers kind of look like and it makes them all be able to connect themselves like their yes. consciousness to each other yeah um and then so other kids are starting to ask questions about the progenitor or whatever they call it the mm-hmm. thing that gave all the mutants uh superpowers and you see like yeah. the, the librarian being like oh you know there must be a book I'll about that. that i'll check on that i'll check on that and then her notes being like should i report, report to the dean right from immediate mind scrubbing yeah. asking too many questions so yeah. a mystery is afoot it's it's been kind of fun we, yeah it's cool we I like really it really like the first one this one's good too yeah this one was pretty good <laughs> she had to cut her hair uh hisako had to cut all of her oh, yeah, hair because of the, the wax she couldn't get the wax out of it which is pretty funny <laughs> yeah that was funny um yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it this is this has been like like I, like I said this has been a super interesting little weird exploration of the x-men i think and yeah it's been a good jumping on point for me and dan who haven't read a whole lot of the x-men mm-hmm. to, to sort of get some of that x-man-y vibes without yeah. all the without all the bullshit the dogma the convolution yeah like the oh kitty you left me at the altar six times <laughs> How could you do this to me again? I can't believe it. I can't. I can't I, understand don't why. Don't you remember the promise we made before I was trapped inside of a bullet and fired across like twelve <laughs> galaxy, u- twelve universes, and was gone out of Marvel continuity for ten years? And we bring it up all the time. It's very like why, why yeah. are you talking about that? Yeah, it's weird. Um, without that, without that, <laughs> without that, which yeah. is nice. I like, like the the big page turn reveal is that the. Uh, Anil, that's his name. Yeah, Anil's cult group has a fucking big ass bomb, yeah. and they're gonna blow himself up in his, his fucking yeah. his fucking and face. Like, and like, mm, no, maybe not. I'm thinking that is a contender for a uh, thumbnail of the week. That's yeah, really, yeah, that's true. That is a really good, a good one. one. Let me see that again. Yeah, here you go. Take a peek. <laughs> You're like, we're gonna be martyrs for the truth, and he's just like, mm. I don't know if I want that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh Dan, what do you think about taking a brief little breaky yes. break? Like, rest and wet the, wet the old whistle. Wet the whistles. Wet the old whistle. Yeah, we can move on to beer number two. Yeah, let's do it. Um, You just strap in and strap on because yep. we're not going anywhere. Well, actually, we are going. <laughs> you don't. You're not going anywhere. But but we're we going to you, get beer. We have you fucking hostage. You yeah. cannot leave. Uh, Correct. D- don't go anywhere because we. It's in the iTunes terms of agreement. We'll be right back. Wonderful. This podcast is brought to you by Lisa. No, it's not. It's not actually. But we are back. <laughs> what? So yeah, we we are back. Uh, we are now. We yeah. are not sponsored by Lisa, so please do not uh, do not sue Don't us. Tell them. <laughs> Don't tell them we said that. Um, they give us no money. No one gives us any money. They'd probably take money from us they, if they knew that we were mentioning yeah, their brand. Fucking ten dollars. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um. Yeah, we're back. Ready to talk about another beer? <laughs> we sure are. So this. This. I'm excited for. Oh. I don't think we've had this brewery on the podcast it's before. Do you do you know Raised Grain Brewing no. Company? I spent a good twenty Ooh, seconds. Really good. Twenty seconds staring at this, going, "Raised Grain." <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I'm a fucking idiot! I You're was illiterate. like, "What is that?" <laughs> and what is that word? Well, let me tell you, Jarrett. 
They're okay. a little brewery. Brewery. Everyone's favorite area of Wisconsin. Beloit? Waukesha. Waukesha. <laughs> um, and yeah, they made uh, this Hefeweizen that we're going to drink. Apparently, the brewery was started by two doctors and a famous athlete cyclist, or maybe just like locally famous, but like some sort of a semi-professional cyclist who tasted their beer and decided it was really good so he was going to invest in it and and then they made a brewery and then they they, the funny thing is in their bio it always calls them the doctor brewers the doctor brewers the doctor brewers then decided to make so they made like their wouldn't it be great if they were both their both last name was brewer if they were fucking doctor brewer and then they became brewers. Yeah. And then and then they brewed beers, and they had brewer babies that also brewed beers. Dan, I get the distinct impression you're making fun of me right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is that... You're crazy, man. This little... smells really good. Doesn't smell really good? I haven't had time. I've been too busy being blasted. Dude, just give it, give it a sniff. I, I, I want to sniff. I want, so what I want to do is I want to fill the airtime while you take a sip so that we don't have very awkward long pauses. Mm, I like this. I like this quite a bit, I might say, upon first sip. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Not for you? I mean, it's our best half of bison we've had. Hey, Weinstefaner was better. What? Weinstefaner, when I brought that half of bison. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. That, that one was a half that actually tasted like a half of bison. Yeah, this one is a little more, I don't know, a little more Clovey. malty? Mm. I, I get the clove, for sure, which is good. Um... Because usually you expect that those yeast esters to kind of fade away a bit, but it doesn't here. Also, I still have like that sour ale on my tongue. So oh, really? Yeah, kind of blocking that out. I'm gonna just gonna let that. I rest quite like a bit. this. It's like yeah, it's kind of like it's a little bit sweet, but not too much. It's kind of yeah, a little banana-y, a little clovey. You do get banana? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we've talked about this on the podcast before that Hefeweizens are hard to can and yeah. bottle and distribute. Right? They're almost yeah. always best. Freshly Fresh. brewed out of the tap. Yep. So to try to can it and keep those um, those kind of volatile, those fragile flavors, esters right going uh, is tough. But th- this is pretty good. It's mm-hmm. there. It's it's nice. Yeah, it's definitely there. It still doesn't have, and I don't know what it is. Uh, it's it's like a pillowiness, a chewiness, a, like a like a denseness to uh, half of ice, and that comes out of like think of. Um, closest thing would be like the crop circle wheat yeah think of how like chewy and pillowy that beer is when you when you get in it's like all cloudy yeah and it's like mm. yeah i know what you mean and i agree that this is slightly lacking that certain i'm not saying je ne sais quoi. it's not i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying i think that it really is the product of you're just saying you don't like it i'm saying i hate it <laughs> and how dare you make me drink this? it's also really dark it is. It's got like a. It's almost got like a ruby red grapefruit kind of color to it. I think that might be the lighting. It's so like over here. It looks a little more like a. Eh, not quite like an amber, but like I guess like a. Amber is red. Amber beers aren't red. They Jared. are sort of. No, they're not. Oh Stop God. being you. It's right that now. ruby red grapefruit color, and I don't care who the yeah. Fuck, okay. Who the fuck? Like it looks like grapefruit peel. It's that kind of orangey. Kind of like pinkish, orangey color. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like actual... Oh no. Oh my god, this is stupid. This is dumb. This, this is pretty stupid. <laughs> Let's talk about comics. No, I want to fight about this You want to talk about your grapefruit peels? Okay. Grapefruit peels don't even look like this, Here, dude. let me let me do a pretentious whiskey review of this. Okay, okay, okay. So the nose... 
The nose is um, slightly burnt popcorn with <laughs> coriander and cardamoms that have been dipped in honey raised Ooh, on by the, my grandfather. By, no, by, by Dan's grandfather off the coast of New Zealand? Eastern Afghanistan. <laughs> is there a coast in Afghanistan? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, Maybe. I don't think so. Is it a landlocked country? I think so. I don't know. My Actually, the, I'm pretty sure it is. Off but... the coast of eastern Afghanistan, two million years ago when it was uh, <laughs> surrounded by the sea. Um, okay, so then the, the, the body, the taste. Yep, yep. Gotta swish it. Give it a couple smacks. I get orange peel mixed with black licorice that has been suckled on for 12 minutes <laughs> by a young child. And the finish finishes with notes of raisins dipped in caramelized okay. onions. Okay. Yes. On top of yes. ice cream. Yes. That's been melted and left outside to bake in the seat, the heat of the summer <laughs> sun for a full 24 hours. Man, that's do you feel that? good. Yeah, I, I do get that. You that get was, that? Yeah. That's Man. a taste you can identify? It's a you taste see, I can, yeah. You see how I, sp- I spilled all over Yeah, it really pants? completes the image of you giving that description while you're spilling all over yourself. <laughs> it was from the poor. Yeah, okay. It was from the poor. I mean, that's not much better. I am it? a mess right now. You guys can't see it, but I'm wearing sweatpants that have been just... Just big drops of beer all Good over. Good thing them. we wore sweatpants today. Thank God. Right? Yeah. And we went to the we went out in public in these. Yeah, you're right. I we mean as much the... as pick and safe is public. That's public. I guess. There's so. other humans. Yeah. It's well, certainly more public than this basement. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Well, but one could argue the fact that we are broadcasting right now kind of makes this basement a little bit public too. And the fact that I have webcams set up all over your rooms, just like all of them. But I guess those are just for me, so that's not really. <laughs> so that's also private. That's yeah. my own private yeah. thing. Uh, should we move on to the books? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I, I like this beer. Yeah, me too. Grown on me. It's a. It's yeah. I, I feel like if I'm going to get a Hefeweizen in a can, this is probably close to the best that I can do. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So what comic we got next? Next up, uh, still under Marvel, we have. Venom number 12, written by Donny Cates, with art by Joshua Kassara. Rain Barreto on colors and Clayton Cowles on letters. He's added again. Added um, again. I think this you is, can do this one. I think this is number four, at least. Okay, Venom. So, yeah, last when last we left Venom, there was... So, Eddie Brock was trying <laughs> to separate the symbiote from himself by proxy of an alternate universe Mr. Fantastic, yeah. who's also a supervillain and looks like alien from the movie aliens yeah he's got a really weird helmet he's got a really weird helmet i don't understand it but i i do actually really like this like alternate universe mr fantastic yeah he reminds me so much of such is the burden of science <laughs> he right yeah he reminds me so much of dib's dad from invader zim okay that have you seen it yes it's, it's he's got the same kind of like gleaming eyes and mad scientist vibe that and, is the shit eating grin she, yeah. shit eating his grin on his face i've ever seen yeah so this is kind of interesting i'm kind of curious to see where they go from here but this a whole arc has been like small town eddie brock stuff yep dealing with his dad, Shitty dad. 
an abusive asshole and has apparently been raising his son without he, his knowledge that he thought was his brother that he thought was his brother are you with us yeah still <laughs> um so they and then he finds out it's that, comic books folks <laughs> so there was a thing where eddie brock had cancer and the symbiote was curing that cancer as cancer as part of the origin story yeah um, yeah here's a venom. here's another layer he yeah. didn't have cancer it he was, didn't have cancer the symbiote was literally gaslighting him into yeah. thinking that he had cancer so that he would so be, that he wouldn't shun him so that he would count on him which i thought was a cool twist it was yeah. it was um, and the end of this saw the symbiote actually being separated from him yeah do, trying to do some good and saving the kid yep um kind of marching around on his own as venom even though eddie oh no eddie was in there never mind eddie but, was in there but then unconscious. yeah i, he was I guess i didn't yeah. i didn't really understand how that yeah i guess you're right he was unconscious and then after that the symbiote separated him um from eddie and eddie and left eddie with his son so I guess I hope this doesn't last long. Is my thing. Yeah, you can't have. Yeah, you can't have venom without venom. Without venom, and what are they going to call it? Eddie Brock. Uh, no one's going to read that shit. Nah, no one's going to read that. More shit. like Eddie Schlock. Oh, shots! I, I need to get like a. I need to get like Air a slide, slide rule or oh. slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be great that's much better than an air horn um yeah so that that's my only concern is like with this twist of the symbiote and eddie brock being separated my so here's my hope i hope that it follows venom around and not eddie brock yeah because <laughs> did you like the that bit? sounds boring did you like the bit where that lady showed up and was like i don't know how to explain it but we bonded yeah and she's like <laughs> It was like well, what, bond with me, Jimmy. Bond with what? Did that, what the hell does that mean? Because she does that. Does that I mean? think she was a symbiote. Also, she got symbioted. So she got symbioted, and her and her and her venom fucked Eddie Brock and his venom, and together they made a human child. <laughs> you with us, folks? You <laughs> still with us? Yeah, that's confusing. You know, for how confusing this sounds, it doesn't read that way yeah, to me. I just realized that the we bonded panel is a. Is a lady venom because she yeah. got, she got boobies. Yep, she got boobies. That's how you know. That's how you know. That's how you know. So yeah, well, I guess we'll see where it goes from here. But so far, I've really liked this comic. So I hope that they don't just Dude, make it boring. I love how Eddie Brock is just Wolverine with a blonde beard. Yeah, that's so, very true. Why is he so he's very, veiny? He's very veiny and he's small and stocky and yeah. he's like just as angry. He's so veiny. Yeah, I need is. to get. I need to get that guy. Very vascular. He's just what he's doing is he's drinking pre workouts all day long to keep that like vascularization yeah. going. Yeah, well, and he's got that like symbiote just pumping through his veins. That's a good pump. I couldn't even imagine how good of a pump. Yeah, that. dude. You, you could, could just like you just walk into the gym and just rip. I mean, shit you could bench days. press just trucks. You know. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's wild. Super. <laughs> Burp. So one thing, what's kind of funny, uh, when you listen to yourself talk. Uh, on the uh, just like in general you hate it no i don't actually hate it i think i have a lovely voice um but wow. you... <laughs> okay that's a little vain conceited much uh but you do seem you do pick up some of your ticks. i don't know if you've picked yeah, up yeah i have noticed that a bit i there are certain words that i say a lot and i'm tr- desperately trying to not say them this episode oh it's yeah very hard what to are say. the words i'm not gonna say it because if i say it <laughs> and anyone else if i say the words out loud then then the, 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 the somebody Who's the guy? Who's the guy who's listening to us? Nathan. Nathan is going to be like, "Oh my god, you just completely ruined this. You just completely ruined this podcast <laughs> that's for true, me." That's true. Actually, now, now that you, now yeah. that I know that you say this all the time, that's yeah. all I think about. So I'm not going to do it. That's actually a very good reason not to do it. So that's why I'm not going to do it. Um, for you, Nathan. I'm I'm trying very hard not to say it. I just said one of them, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Well, that's okay. Do you want to rate it? 
yeah, I did, guess we better. Did yeah. we rate Age of X Men X Gen number two? No, we didn't, did we? The um, four. 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 And yeah. what about Venom? Venom, uh... Four. Four, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Damn. I really liked both of those. Yeah, they're good. I just am amazed that we both uh, voted the same number. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What are the odds? Wow. What We're odds? really, like, someone coming run, together as a team, some, you know? Someone run that math. You know, one out of five. Yeah. Though, you could argue that, um, statistically, there's more of a chance of getting a four. I feel like we don't really... Well... Ra- you know what I mean? Like, the... I feel like most comics that we rate aren't ones or twos. There's also pro yeah, and there's also like in some sort of inherent quality to the book, like something objectively this is probably good or Yeah, we wouldn't buy it, right? Right. Yeah. So don't run that math, it's probably Don't impossible. run that math, it's probably impossible math. Definitely impossible. Yeah. Uh speaking of impossible, how impossible about that math. dialogue by Kelly Thompson in West Coast Avengers, huh? Impossible. Oh, I hate it's it. It's impossible. I'm just kidding, this is a fun oh, book. Oh yeah, it's a good book. Yeah, this I is like West Coast it. Avengers number nine, written by Kelly Thompson with art by Gang Hyuk Lim. I fucked that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta get better at pronouncing <laughs> names that are hard. Yeah. It, it, for some reason comic books is like the gauntlet of difficult names it's seriously every every time i think that i have a handle on saying people's names yeah. i get a i get a new one thrown at me and i'm like wow i do not know how to pronounce that name yeah at all yeah with uh triona farrell on or farrell who knows on colors and vc's very own <laughs> joe, joe caramania on letters and we love it that My takes God. the 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 the, the caramania count up to one ding yeah uh, this week and i think it's the only one it's the only one yeah so this is west coast Sad avengers uh, the best coast avengers um, as someone's shirt says in this exact oh issue. yeah quentin quentin yep. choir has a west coast best coast he's shirt. got a bunch of saucy he's got some shirts. good he's got some good shirts yeah i like him he's got some real good shirts um so this is the West Coast Avengers. It's a team run by Kate, the best Hawkeye, which is Kate Bishop. For sure. And Clint Barton. Is that his name? Hawkeye. Hawkeye yep, right. is her cousin. Uh, is kind of helping her out. Uh, and then there is... Actually, I don't know if I knew they were cousins. They are cousins, yep. Wow. Um, the other members of the team are Gwen Poole, whose name is Gwen Poole. Gwendolyn Poole. Gwendolyn Poole. America Chavez. Uh, Kid Omega or Quentin Quire and Fuse. Who is Johnny Watts, who I don't care about. No. Can I yeah, be honest with you? Yeah, he's pretty lame. The, like, the only reason he's in this, and I do respect the gender reversal, but the only reason he's in this is because of his relationship to Kate Bishop. Because he's Kate Bishop's boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. He has no personality of his own. Yeah. I, 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 is that a... Is that a do you think that's that intentional? Is, I don't know. It could be. Um, An intentional thing to do? Or it do you totally think, could be. Yeah. Hm. But I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't make me like him anymore. No, yeah, that's the thing. Is like even if you succeed in that, then you're just adding a boring character to your book. Yeah, so, so it's kind of like a joke's win-lose. ultimately on you. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. I mean, there's his enough power of... is his power is super lame too. He's got some vibranium yeah. earrings or something that he can turn into fistos. Well, he can turn into any element that he's touching. Correct. Is that it? I think that's what it is. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, I agree. Not this guy. Not this dude. Uh, so the uh, the team has been captured by vampires, which I love that yeah. that can happen. <laughs> that people can be captured by vampires in comic books. On the so. west coast of the United States. And they have damselfied America Chavez somehow. She's been bitten, right? Yeah. And is dressed up in like a sacrificial dress and the vampires are going yeah, to think presumably like slay her. Indiana Jones 2 kind of... Kalima. Exactly. Yeah, um, and so... To the rescue are Gwenpool, Kid Omega, 
uh, Fuse and Kate's ex-boyfriend, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Mr. something, Mr. And what's his power again? I don't know. He uses it, doesn't he, and fails? He's like, oh, he has cockroach DNA? Oh, yeah, that's he's right. He's like Spider-Man, but he's a cockroach? Yeah. That's so he can good. stick to walls and, I, I don't know, I like presumably that. do other stuff. I, like, I do like that. But who knows? Uh, so, yeah, uh, Clint and Kate are upside down, um, kind of like, you know, as you would expect for people that are being hung to have their throat slit and drained yeah. of blood for the, the vampires. And um, Hawk, Hawkeye, Lady Hawkeye, talks yeah. about her, my favorite gadget that I've never seen her use, but I really want to see her use, which is her bomby pins yeah that's so good they're little bobby yeah. pins that are actually bombs. That are bombs i dig it i love kate bishop so much she's, she's probably my favorite superheroine that i can think of right now she's good she's so good yeah um and then it introduces uh fuse's sister who <laughs> this is something i didn't like I yeah didn't, i didn't like it i didn't either, enjoy really. this i didn't enjoy this so the last arc this so this lady is dating america um and she was kidnapped by some bad guys in the last one right and she's pretty much helpless the entire time yeah never one the entire time is mentioning that she doesn't have powers and that she's pretty helpless and then all of a sudden this issue is like but actually i do have powers powers. and i'm actually really awesome and super cool and (laughs) um i also and her powers are just to get like a suit of armor she got like a super suit of vibranium i just like like even if you're gonna do like that big reveal or something like those powers are so lame. Like her, her power is a suit of armor. Yeah, and then it's just—I don't know. It's just kind of—it's out of nowhere, and then everyone is way cooler with it than they should be. And it makes the last arc way more lazy. Yeah, yeah. Just that, like, why didn't you fucking? Why didn't mention you help out? It? Yeah, or mention. Oh, you could make the argument. Oh, you know, you didn't have the earrings, but she goes out of her way to be like, I don't really have powers, but. Yeah. In this one, it's just like, she's like, oh, no, actually, I do have powers. I have powers the whole time. Ugh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I that said, I do really like this comic still. Yeah, I, that was just one thing I didn't like. About yeah, it. I agree. But I don't know. The cast in this is just so good for the most part. For the most part. I really like uh, Quentin. And Gwen. And Gwen. Yeah, they have this, like, weird, awkward, budding romance. It's yeah. really fucking funny. I love that, and I love Gwen's uh, shark dog <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the land shark <laughs> yep. puppy. And I love Kate Bishop. Um, so, yeah. that's uh, I, I, the, Those are the main reasons I'm reading this. Yeah. And they do such a good job with those characters. Like, the dialogue's really good, and... Yeah, it's, it's just well done. There are two panels that I loved in this. The first panel is when... They're t- they're, Kate Bishop's mom is leading the the kind of the rescue team through the tunnels to find the vampires. Uh-huh. And the rescue team is talking about they're like, oh, so who are these bad guys? Are we fighting scrolls? Yeah. And the mom's like, her mom is like, no, they're vampires. Didn't I didn't I mention they're vampires? And and it cuts like all three of them <laughs> yeah. making like the same face, being like, wait a minute, vampire. That's pretty good. And then the last panel, which has Kate Bishop's mom fucking biting America yeah, on the neck, I thought she's a vampire. She's a vampire. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Made me laugh. It's a very comic booky yeah kind of it's last just, panel. Yeah, you know, it made me laugh a lot. This whole comic is just super fun. Like eyes are red, and America's like all like draped oh in her arms, you know. Yeah. And Kate's like, oh my god, like arms up in the air. <laughs> yeah, shocked. Yeah, they made a, another funny comment in there. It was like these these vampires are more scary and less sexy than I yeah than I've been led to believe. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, I thought that I thought this was good. I, like. I would give this a three point five. I, dude, me too. We are in sync, my friend. Yeah, but it, yeah, the the thing I like about this, like, even though the individual issues aren't crazy, it's so consistently good. Yeah, and the characters are handled consistently well. 
it's fun it's fun it's fun yeah yeah Agreed. i've heard this um book described as comic books with an exclamation point mm, yeah you know what i mean and I it's that. I, I kinda, that. like there's vampires and shit's happening like in my minor gripe about having a character that's like just sort of there and not really have a power but then all of a sudden kind of marry sue it out of the out of thin air and be yeah like, no i actually now i guess i don't know now i get a cool set of armor and can yeah. fight bad guys even yeah. though you're the whole thrust of you in the last part was being like america i don't want you to go you know like this is like these are super these are this is a place where people with super powers go and you can't well not, it wasn't america she's talking to her brother yeah uh you don't have superpowers you know you shouldn't go and fight we don't uh, blah, blah, blah. and now she's like no actually blah, i'm super yeah, awesome I'm whoa super, yeah. i was super cool the whole time that was kind of lame though like i will say if there's any comic that it makes sense for no one to give a shit about that in it's west coast avengers yeah sure you know because gwen her whole power used to be that she was like aware that she was in a comic book yeah and that she knew she was the main character in a yeah. comic book so she wouldn't die yeah so. but they're, they're like rebooting her powers too which is kind of funky yeah kind of i guess i because she'd be too powerful if she was she could plus i don't think that would really the fourth wall shit i don't know if that would play well in a Team ensemble book. yeah, comic. Team book. yeah. That's definitely good. and he does he, she throws in like every once in a while she'll throw in like a throwaway line or something about like yeah because she still has the knowledge of it yeah. but her, she doesn't have the ability to like pull herself out of the book like yeah. she used to and also uh, that shit's kind of played out anyway so i'm kind of glad that they're not yeah i mean it was so cool in the in the solo series don't get me wrong but i don't yeah. know, it wouldn't work in a team dynamic yeah right? yeah all right that was West Coast Avengers. Up next, we have Avengers No Road Home, number six, written by Jim Zub, Mark Wade, and Al Ewing. Sean Izaxi, Isaacs, again, is on art. Uh, J. David Ramos and Marcio Menez are on colors, and Corey Pettit on letters. Did I say colors? Them? Um, I wasn't paying attention. J. David Ramos and Marcio Menez are on colors, with Corey Pettit on letters. Dan, do you want to do this one? Why not, Jerry? Did, did you like... I, I want to ask you out the gate. Did you like this issue? I thought it was pretty good, Are yeah. you starting to get on board with this? Um... Come on. I'm, I'm starting... So, like, I was definitely negative before on this comic. Now I you're true neutral? I've, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, I, I, I have mildly positive feelings towards the last two, couple issues. Two issues? Yeah. Well, that's that's a win for me, baby. Yeah. That's <laughs> Did you but, yeah, did you I, like the almost kiss between Conan and uh, of course Scarlet I did, Witch? Jared? I'm human. <laughs> and I was like, no kiss, no kiss. <laughs> no, no okay, you can talk. You can talk about this. I yeah, the, I I did kind of like that uh, change of pace. Like half the book was about Conan. <laughs> Conan, God. the fucking barbarian. Conan the barbarian and Scarlet Witch journeying the together. most ambitious crossover <laughs> in Marvel history. That I'm might actually be true this time. To think about how absurd that must sound to anyone who didn't listen to the last ish, the last podcast, or even anyone who did. It's like, oh yeah, Conan the barbarian and Scarlet Witch have been tromping around the desert together for half of this issue. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, it was it was cool, and the art was good in this. <laughs> the one. art was good, mm-hmm. and they have this. Oh man, we got to talk about it, man. They they have this part where Conan's, then where she's like, oh, how are we gonna like trade for goods or something? And he's like, well, either with my steel or your beauty. Yeah. <laughs> 
thankfully all she had to do was conjure up some horses and, and that was enough right yeah. and then after that i think he says or i'll just murder them all or yeah something like or that just... so like either you're gonna prostitute that <laughs> if pouring yourself off doesn't work then i guess then I'll i kill guess them i'll all. kill them all <laughs> so that was that was hilarious That's i don't know it was i kind of you know what i appreciate how just uh like because you know Conan the Barbarian, that's kind of a... It's a, a sexist, right? It's a sexist kind of... Right, probably, like damsel yeah. and, and yeah. big bicep dude, but there's yeah. something... I don't want to say refreshing, but, like, it's almost... It, it's so... It, clearly, the writers are aware of it, right? Yeah. The way he refers to her as woman and how cavalier he is about whoring yeah. her out to get a horse. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, It's just kind of like... I don't... It's not refreshing, but it's but just kind of like... But I liked... I admired the fact that they didn't dumb him down, it's a full. It's a full commit. You have yeah, to fully commit exactly. to it, right? And, and, and this is Conan the motherfucking barbarian show, show talking commit. about prostituting women <laughs> and constantly <laughs> and stabbing she, people. And she's like weirdly like... I mean, yeah, of course he would say that. He's going to the barbarian. Yeah, and yeah. Funny. And yeah. she's almost smooches him. What's... Yeah, yeah. But then, then, but then they're like, I can't, I no, can't. Uh, no, it's no, like the, we it's definitely like, can't. It's the lips, like, nearly touching, and then, we can't. Yeah. And he's like, no, I am I am in love with Belit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so weird. Yeah, that was weird, but I, yeah, I, I, like, I liked that part. Yeah, I, li- and, I liked how they, I liked them trouncing around the desert together. I thought it was a cool change of pace. And it was kind of, there was like, there were actually some sweet moments where she was like, yeah, I mean, he's a brutal, hulking savage who would gladly whore me out to get a horse, but... <laughs> There's something about his big biceps. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, what did she say? She says something. She didn't say anything that about, sexist. About, about biceps. And she, she says, like, he's a brutish whatever, but I know that he would defend me with his life kind of thing. There's some, yeah. There's something yeah. about relying on one another. And then he's like, he's like yeah. pouring the water into her mouth because she's blind, right? Right. She's right. blind to this. And so she relies on him to, in combat, to help her find where to aim her magic and then also to like yeah. <laughs> give her give her what i'm sure she could figure she out doesn't talk drink. about his biceps dude. i know but that'd be funny that oh man i was making a joke people people would get pissed off if that happened <laughs> yeah I mean, probably. probably if he talked about prostituting her out and she was fawning over his biceps that would be a little too much but i yeah, i like that i like this and then right after that it goes into uh, like this evil hulk who's been pretty evil the entire he basically he did t- he did tell Clint Barton that if he was ever alone with him he'd fucking he was kill, him. kill him yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then promptly after that he murdered um, he broke, one of the gods yeah um, that Nick's the Nick, one of Nick's sons right? yeah one of one of her sons he snapped his neck and stole his fucking power gem and now is when we see the immortal Hulk payoff of yep. the Hulk who wants to destroy the world or whatever. He he sa- he even says the exact phrase that he says: "The end of the human." Whatever. Yeah, you're right. The end of the human world. Right, because he talks about in um, immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk. He uses that same kind of language, and then he breaks the yeah, you're right. the shard of night and imbues himself with the power. And um, both, I think, both uh, Scarlet Witch and Conan see that in a vision because they both wake up with a start and it's conan's narration over the top of it talking about like the god the god on the mountain yeah so some i was like this is moving in a direction i wasn't expecting it to like the hulk i could almost see a scenario where the hulk is the main villain of this see and i wish they committed to that that's my only gripe about this we're halfway through um well no but like at uh, at nix is still around and at the end she still shows up and is like i'm still here to fuck shit up yeah i'm nix i mean but you don't 
we don't know what's going to happen next. Right? No, I just wish that at this point she was no longer in it. Because she doesn't really have a reason to be. Hulk's already evil. He can just take over as the new villain. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, but you need to wrap her up. You can't just have her disappear or something. <sighs> yeah, they just could have wrapped her up in the last issue when he broke the neck of the other dude. I don't know. It's just a minor gripe, but I, I don't know. It, it, I just don't like You just don't like her. I don't like her, and yeah, I, I don't like her and her sons. I think it's boring, so I want to see the Hulk be the main focus, you know? Sure. Plus, Allie, this is Allie Ewing, right? One of the writers, yeah. yeah. It's Allie Ewing... Jim's up because we Wayne. know how good Al Ewing does some Hulk baby. So let's just yeah. I'm sure that Al Ewing is, is is writing the Hulk stuff. In yeah, this, like for throughout sure. every one of these. So also, did you notice uh, Hulk's face after he breaks the yeah stone? It looks very like anime kind of. He get no, he's I got th- like big old anime eyes. I think it's deliberate. He gets his facial features look different. Yeah, they do. And his color uh, his color is a, a little more pasty, light, yeah, chiseled, almost like more stone. like almost like very very light blue gray yeah i think i think he underwent some kind of transformation physically too yeah so this this could be the devil hulk and we could be getting a payoff here that we didn't really see these two series yeah um you know coming together on but it it sure does it sure does work yeah i'm done with that oh yeah and then there was this also really cool part where i don't know there's some like cult leaders in there the giant yeah the giant crow's talons descending out of the sky and conan like chops two of its talons off that was really cool yeah i also liked the crow cultist who was like they found him dead and then uh he looks at scarlet witch and says um just remarks on her eyes being black and he's yeah. like how glorious and then he just turns into feathers i thought that was really fucking cool yeah. as, he, as he dies i was yeah. like eh. <laughs> that's kind of neat this has been a it was, a it was another slow start i think but yeah i agree i've liked the last two a yeah. good amount i thought I, this I really one was like, pretty solid the, the whole reason i got this is i really enjoy scarlet witch so uh, she's, not, she's not in a lot of books you know so yeah. i saw her being a main part of this so why not pick up for some wanda you know mm-hmm Everybody loves Wanda. It was funny to see Conan calling someone Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, ratings. Ratings. Four? I'll give it four. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... Give me, give me two. No, it's definitely either a 3.5 or a four. Okay. I guess I'll go with 3.5, whatever. A strong 3.5. Strong 3.5. Yeah. Next up and last for Marvel this week, we have Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number four, written by Tom... Taylor, Tom Taylor, uh, with art by Juan Cabal and Douglas Franchin, Nolan Woodard on colors and Travis Lanham on letters. Uh, this one, did I make you explain the last one? Uh, yeah. Okay, I can do this one. So, this is Dan and I's favorite Spider-Man comic book that's coming out right yes. now. Yes. Uh, and this particular arc involves under New York, some kind of some kind of city beneath now, isn't New York. It like- under york under or york is it under new york i don't know i, don't know. I think Some, it's under york something like that and uh so they're orange people and some little kids that have escaped and the big bad guy ruler of under york yeah you find out that they're his grandkids yes there's grandkids next in line for the throne he wants them back they don't want to live there because he's kind of a dick yeah uh so they try to escape to the surface world and spider-man is helping them because they need help Yep. And that's what Spider-Man does, because he's your friendly, he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Uh, he gets the shit kicked out of him by the, invi- the what, is it, what do we call him, the Invisible Man from yeah. Mass Effect? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Until the people of New York stand up for him and say, hey, that's our Because hero. apparently all under York dwellers also have superpowers, like super strength or whatever. They do? He does. 
Oh yeah, he does beat kick the shit out of him, and that's right. Yeah, we saw that in um, one of the earlier issues with these kids. He takes a punch from one of the yeah. guards and just gets sh- his shit clogged. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not much more to it. It was just a. It's kind of a wrap up. Wrap up issue. Um, we had William Fisk, <laughs> really good. Uh, we, had a, <laughs> we had a really good panel with Spider-Man and a megaphone behind the yeah. America flag, being like, "We're all so grateful to the grateful to the mayor for his stepping up for the city," and Fisk being like clearly unamused but yeah. knowing that it, it'd be pa- bad pr public. yeah bad pr to take out spider-man there yeah that was funny it was good good stuff and we love johnny storm in this yeah yeah he was really yeah and oh, johnny storm and peter parker's friendship together seems to make so much sense to it me. really does I they're they're so similar yeah so yeah i really like that part um what else did i like about this did you like the part where aunt may has cancer no I don't like that either. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. I don't like it. Tom Taylor. Aunt May. You know, you you just don't fuck with Aunt May. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that should be a canonical rule of comics. Yeah. Don't fuck with Aunt May. She's been through enough, man. She can get kidnapped every once in a while, maybe. She can be in light to mild danger. Yeah. Don't fuck her up too much. Just like, you know, some light kidnapping. Right. Maybe like a mouth thing a gag and a blindfold right. maybe yeah and her hands tied or zip line yeah or but don't like you know just don't don't fuck with her don't give her cancer tom don't give her cancer tom come on come on dude come on what are you trying to do get it together tom Jeez, taylor not king though king would have probably just killed her off tom king should get it together too tom king has it together for heroes in crisis. For heroes in crisis. Maybe that's maybe it's taking up all of his creative yeah. energy. So he's just like, just like a fuck Batman. We're gonna have a ten issue long fuck dream sequence. Fuck Batman. <laughs> gonna have a ten issue long dream sequence. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that said, friendly neighborhood Spider Man. I'm I'm curious to see where it goes from here. Do you think the uh? So there's the old woman with superpowers. Yep. Do you think she'll stick around? Maybe. That's a very non-committal answer by all me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. It's possible. Uh, do you th- now? Here's one thing that you. I'm going to ask you. Do you think the cat scratch will have a payoff? Oh, they spent a lot of time funny. talking about it. Yeah. So I, a cat scratch is uh, Spider-Man while he's fighting criminals, and that was a really cool sequence. I love that actually. sequence. Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. And it was a two-page spread of like him dodging bullets and saving the cat. Save the cat. Save the cat. Dodge the bullet. Save Ow. the cat. Ow remember to get that looked at <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that would that would be a funny payoff now, that, he, now that you said now that. he gets like cat powers or something because he and he even says like it would it would suck to die of an infected to, cat wound. yeah to die of an infected cat wound as spider-man yeah there are two really good panels in this um there's the mario panel and then there's the two-page spread yeah. of him like all the blams and yeah. stuff fitting in is pretty cool also not related to the paneling but i really liked the part where he was talking about uh the kids because uh, he was basically bluffing the mayor oh, of yeah. Under York, saying, I have so many super-powered friends that I told to protect these kids and not tell me where they are. They could be literally anywhere on the planet or in several different dimensions. <laughs> Which is totally true when you think about like the network that Spider-Man yeah. must have. He's like, if you want to hide these kids in some dimension, you could probably do that. Right. But then he- they're actually just in his apartment. And they're just in his apartment, <laughs> yeah. Which was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, ratings, Dan? Uh, strong 4.5 for Danny 4.5? Yeah, yep. I think I'd give it a 4.5 too. Yeah, yeah, look at that. And last but not least, we have Archie number 703, written by Nick Spencer with art by Sandy Jarrell, uh, Matt Herms on colors, and Jack Morelli on letters. 
folks, Archie has a new girlfriend. He sure does. Who is it? Betty and Veronica are on the case. Yeah, Jughead, but it's not either of them. Jughead's getting beat up by a, a man in a hood. By a man in a hood. Who could it be? Who could it be? The mystery unravels in Archie 703. Strap in. We got a lot to talk about. Dan, yes. uh, do you want to talk about this? Yeah, so uh, like like we previously summarized, Archie's dating... Sabrina Spellman. Sabrina, the goddamn teenage witch herself. Yep. Because apparently those uh, those two exist in the same continuity, which I didn't know before reading this comic. Sure I mean, yeah, I knew before this, like, you know, uh, Archie 701, I believe, is where we found Se- that out. 700. 700, yeah. Yep. And you explained to me the intricacies of the Archie extended universe. Let, let me talk to you about Archieverse, Dan. <laughs> because this shit will blow your mind. Yeah, it's, you've got Sabrina. You, you got, got your Archies and you got your Josie and the Pussycats. Let's you've not all, forget. And you also have your Bettys and your Veronicas. Yeah. You well, got, that, those, those ones always made sense to me. But You got your Dinkles. What's his name? Uh, Dickelson, right? Dickel? Dickel? Dingle? Dangle. Isn't Stall it? while I look. Dinkle, Dinkelson, Dickelson, the the guy, the nerd who apparently kisses was, pretty well. Apparently, yeah, he's a, he's a, that's right. He's a good issue. kisser. That's yeah. why he makes out with Midge. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, what a what a goofy book. So, uh, yeah, Dilton, uh, Dilton, it's fucking wow, Dilton. Yeah, I was way off. Which is the like the most nineteen fifties nerd name I yeah. can think of. Yeah. Like, all these characters are pretty... None of these names make sense. Well, I guess Betty and Veronica. Betty and Veronica, yeah. Archie. Archie, I guess. Definitely not Mid. Definitely not Jughead. Definitely not Jughead. Yeah. Uh, who else is there? Josie? Eh, yeah. I can yeah. see Josie. Yeah. Yeah. Sabrina? Not really. You don't really hear Sabrina anymore. You don't, but I feel like it's not old-fashioned sounding, at It least, could come back. You know? Sabrina could make a comeback. Yeah, it could make a comeback. Uh, the biggest mystery for me is why all these women want Archie. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And I kind of wish they would not do that. But it's like a, it's like a central thing to the game. I know, that's the thing. And it is super fun. It, there's just like something about it, like all these women fawning over a man. All these sexy high schoolers. Male fantasy, etc. You know what I mean? Yep. But, uh, but I mean, that said, it's still... It's almost like nostalgia, like, it's written to be a nostalgic piece, so it's like... You know, it's not like they're, it's not like it's trying to be realistic, I guess, right. but I don't know. Yeah, the, it, there's a couple things that rub me very slightly the wrong way, but overall, I think this is really enjoyable. It's, it's just a goofy, fun yeah, thing. And it's, it's unlike just fun. It's unlike anything we read, really. Yeah. Um, so the this whole thing has been being narrated by Jughead, who gets his shit kicked by some mystery man in who um, turns out to be the in, guy from the last issue's name i forgot uh so he gets the shit kicked out of him by some mystery man in the woods and dragged off to a lair somewhere and it's uh reggie i think is his name yeah but uh, though he didn't really get the shit kicked out of him he ran into a tree that's true yeah, yeah. Right. and then reggie reggie's like bro i was just chasing you down because i needed your help obviously as you do in like a masked hoodie or whatever right real sketchily <laughs> So well, the dude he does attack him, or does Red, or does Jughead like try to defend himself? It really looks like the dude is like lunging at him. Yeah, it's it's not kind of it's, well done. It's fine in that, but yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, and so Betty and Veronica launch a genius way to reveal oh, yeah. who the girlfriend is. I, I did. This is also so dumb, but I I did by like paying it. off. What's her name? Claire. There's two redheads in this. There's the, Josie from Josie and the Pussycats, and then. 
her name is like Cheryl. Cheryl, yeah. She pays off who owns Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, somehow. okay. I did not. She bought the band, and that's the band is Josie and the Pussycats. Um, so then you can buy bands <laughs> in this universe. You can, yeah. All I don't right. Know. And so she rents out this venue to have them play, and before they do, she says, "She says it's a bachelor contest." With Archie, the newly single, yeah. we all know he's not single. But Archie he's not Andrews. allowed to say he's not single because him and Sabrina are keeping everything on the low. On the DL. So now Sabrina's going to get jealous. You're yep. going to have yep. conflict. You're going to have ladies fighting over this milk toast ginger boy. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciated the very like retro Josie and the Pussycats outfits. Yeah. The, like the leopard print. I thought that was fun. I imagine that's, like, their old outfit. I like Sabrina in this, too. She's Sabrina's fun. good, yeah. She's, like, really, like, clever and, like, witty. Yeah. 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 Funny. But yeah, I, yeah, I like this comic. It's Yeah, there's... Everything, when you say it out loud, sounds... Stupid. Uh, it sounds stupid, and it sounds, like, super kind of cringy, like... Childish. Like, fantasy fulfillment for, like, some lonely male author who wished he was more popular in high school or something but it doesn't you know, do read get, that way eat that nick spencer you fucking <laughs> lonely nerd uh but i don't know but at the same time it's super enjoyable so i'm conflicted about it yep you know what i mean mm-hmm. but uh but yeah i guess I, I guess i liked it i guess i liked it i mean i did like it in spite of itself i just i should i guess sure, I should that's say. fair yeah uh do you want to rate it yeah, it was, man, they do such a good job. I don't want to rate it as high as, I, as, high as I'm as i going to, but yeah. Just do it. It's a four for me. It's a four? I'm going to give it a four and a half. I just, the arts, I, it's no Marguerite Sauvage art, but. No, uh, but it is pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, and they do they do still cutesy. a really good job with the colors and yeah. stuff. Like, they kind of try and retain that element. Yeah. Um, it's cutesy, which I dig. Yeah, I dig the art is. in that. That's very kind of. There's some shit that's almost kind of like 1950s nostalgic precious about it, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, these kids just smooching under a tree, you know? Yeah. No one's smoking weed or giving blowjobs, you know? Yeah. Everyone's just but having also, I, I hate sweet that. kisses. I hate 1950s nostalgia. Unless it's, like, uh, being used as a vehicle to commentate... Like, yes like hex wives yeah that's yeah. what i was getting at yeah thank you for connecting unless it's hex wives i don't like hex vibes 1950s nostalgia because hex wives has that while actively dismantling it as a uh setting right and this one kind of almost it doesn't look back at it f- fondly as a joke it like almost yeah. kind of but it's i think like, there's a certain... there might be a subset of like baby boomers who fucking love these i doubt it i think that these probably not i think these books are more written for modern day kids yeah a young like a, a younger audience now and that's I... what i hear like that's supposed to be the vibe yeah. right is like archie and... supposed to be people's like intro comics and i don't think that nick spencer has any real reverence i, th- I think that the, yeah me I neither think, i think the me reverence neither. for the source material right might be there but not yes. for the 1950s as that you know so i think we can hope and i think that's probably correct yeah so he's this he's the amazing spider-man guy oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i think i definitely like him on archie a bit more but we haven't been following amazing spider-man for a bit we're definitely not following it now that it's the fucking now that last the hunt is... the, oh yeah that's the right, last that's hunt right. event that's going on right now yeah um and issue neighborhood so much better. issue 11.h came out this week so oof dot h oof just so you know yep so that's it for the regular <coughs> books this week <laughs> uh that means we move on to the bargain bins 
bargain bins. The bargain bins, and we're trying not to sound too unexcited, but these were we didn't have any horny ones this week. Well, not only not horny ones, but you know, they, there weren't any that were like so terrible that they were really entertaining. Yeah, so they, we just got some kind of just um, kind of milk toast, kind of like run of the mill bargain bins, regular well, old average bargain bins. They had they had some moments. You know, it was weird because they actually didn't i didn't hate reading any of these except for fucking shrug shrug was pretty bad that was a that was a slog okay so i'll introduce these briefly uh bargain but, bins every single week we get to pick up three 50 cent comic books for free from our local comic book shop graham Kirkus comics that's on east washington avenue stop on in check it out the guy who runs it his name is sean he's super awesome and nice he'll tell chat. him jerry sent you tell he'll him, slap you in the face tell him mr moore sent him sent you and he'll be like get the fuck out of my store that <laughs> asshole owes me five hundred dollars um uh yeah and so you get to pick out three of these uh books for free and then throw them away when you're done with them unless yep. they're real horny in, in which case, case jerry keeps those and jerry keeps those for his own private collection maybe <laughs> Uh, so we, we have oh, Ultraverse. Do you keep them in your like porny box over there it's too. Not a porny box. Yeah, it's it Vampirella. It's Vampirella wearing basically nothing. She's wearing a blood bikini. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That ain't porn. It's art. It's just where you keep your porn. It's where I keep my porn. It's where I keep my <laughs> yeah my porn, which is the Titans run, <laughs> the DC Rebirth Titans run <laughs> issues seven through nine before I stop pulling it. The horniest. The horniest. Uh, so we have Ultraber- Ultraverse. Ultraverse. Ultraverse Freaks, number one. We have Shrug. F-R-E-E-X, correct? Correct. That's don't, terrible. Please don't call it F-R-E-A-K-S. It's no. F-R-E-E-X. Yeah. Um, we have Shrugged, number one, uh, a wizard exclusive. And then we have Rassle. Rassle. Spart. Spelled Spart. R-A-S-L. Spelled R-A-S-L by Jeff Smith. That's um, so good. Yeah. You want to talk about any of these in particular? Uh, we can talk about freaks. Yeah, I mean, let's just go through them one by one. Like, I think more, right? I think we we've we've read an issue of freaks before because we've seen yeah, all we these did. characters before. But this was the number one baby. This yeah. is the main issue. Yeah. So yeah, I thought this was pretty entertaining actually. I don't know. Maybe no, not for you. I thought it was pretty hilarious. They had like the, like the main woman is just trying to boil people with her plasma powers the whole she's time she's very mad and she's just fucking furious for the entire <laughs> she's so she's very mad because she has superpowers and she doesn't want to have superpowers because now she's a freak yeah and then but oh my god it's just hilarious how fucking pissed off she is i'll boil you alive you freak you ugly frigging freak remember when frig was a word that people used in fucking conversation uh you mean in frigging conversation, Dan? Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Who's that kid who says frick all the time on YouTube? Is that like the Sonic kid? I have no idea. Okay, continue. Um, and then <laughs> there was this other guy who's basically Ink from Batman Beyond, uh, but he can like, yeah, he can turn into liquid, and they had this hilarious origin Great story. reference, Dan. Thanks. Thanks, I'm sure. I didn't even ask if you saw that one because I knew you fucking hadn't. Great reference. Ink, what a memorable character from Batman Beyond. Dude, she is a memorable character. She was such a good villain in that. You're a scrub. You know who's a great villain? Who? Nyx. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. You get that word out of your mouth. (laughs) Anyways, they had this hilarious uh, kind of origin story with the liquid dude he's he was a high school uh football star of course and oh yeah and he fucking this is like a commentary on concussions 
he gets laid out so hard that he literally turns into liquid <laughs> and the guy that tackled him is just like oh, can you imagine i was reading that and i was like the fucking trauma that yeah. that linebacker endured like i didn't imagine mean to hitting kill the someone dude. and having them turn into a liquid oh god but yeah she I, I just love the woman who's just completely furious and all this I, yep i think it's great and, and they do the thing that every 90s comic does whenever they want to show that a, a, a lady is strong and they have her almost get raped but then kill the guy who's doing it yep yep that's correct yeah. classic yeah uh but yeah i thought this was pretty funny i don't know for bargain bins i thought i mean and then there's this motherfucker who yeah, shows up at the wild. end. I like Hello, thing. my name is Michael, and I like to tell you why I gathered you here. It's some, it's, it's like this robot made out of vacuum cleaners and lamps and keyboards, just like duct taped together. It looks like he's an extreme physical pain. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it looks like the dialogue that should be coming out of it is like, "Please murder me, kill me, everything I feel is pain, everything I feel is pain." I, I clearly shouldn't exist i'm held together by extension cables literally a child made me yeah and then then there's a kid's face on the fucking screen who's apparently michael and he's wearing a a back or a sideways green baseball cap so you know he's cool as you did in the 90s yeah so yeah i I thought this was pretty funny actually i liked it uh was there any dear diane's in this one no it doesn't look like it damn i I love a dear diane yeah me too no, there's a bunch of like. This might have been early because you see all these. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of number ones on here that of stuff we've read from the Ultraverse, like uh, Exiles. Oh my god! Look at how awful that is. Oof. Oof. Looks like an ugly gambit. I think that is actually gambit too. Really? Remember we talked oh, yeah, about that's the Exiles? Right. Yeah. You prototype. Man, what a dumpster fire the Ultraverse was. So true. We got to keep reading it though. <laughs> For his insight into into how exactly why it's a dumpster fire, we need to we need just to, keep doing the legwork that we're doing. We need to get these mantra, yeah, books, man. Yeah, mantra. I love mantra so much. Oh my god, you're a thirteen year old boy. <laughs> fuck me. Uh, uh, next, fuck you. Next up, we have shrugged number one. Do we even need to talk about this? This is the worst fucking piece of garbage I've ever written. Yeah, Jarrett wrote it. I mean, Red. You fucking wrote it. Oh, but we can, we can talk about this, like, trailer trash, <laughs> methed out Supergirl that yeah. appears halfway through this thing. It what? looks like it's for, is it for a convention or something? Yeah, Wizard World. Yeah. It's, there's the, like, it's the art of Michael Turner. The art of Michael Turner, who apparently likes to draw cracked out of her mind Supergirl. Oh, he he wrote this book, Michael Turner. Oh, that's, that's sad. Created by Michael Turner and Frank... Blah, 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 written by michael turner pencils he didn't draw it okay but he did but draw he this really fucking supergirl, out supergirl who All is right. also in content a contender for our uh thumbnail this week yeah true i don't know which to use title could be methed out supergirl eh doesn't have the it doesn't have a good yeah. run to it yeah um yeah, so this is a cool skateboard kid he's a cool skateboard kid but he's actually special because he's got a super hot 
uh, angel lady that sits on his shoulder and tells him good stuff, and then the devil. And an ugly devil guy who sits on, on his, his shoulder, shoulder and shoulder. tells him to do the bad stuff. And do you he, understand the symbolism yet? But then he's actually super powerful because he's got a demon inside of him, and he beats up bullies with it. And he beats up bullies, he saves all the nerds. He says, if you ever talk about my family again, I will kick your ass. I will kick your ass. And the guy's like, whoa, we don't want to mess with this uh, dude. Whatever, Spazoid, we're <laughs> out of here. This is written by someone who thinks that they know how kids talk. Yeah. But does not. Yeah. What Wizard World is this? 2006? Nobody said Spazoid in 2006. This was written by a 40-year-old man yeah. in 2006. I was in high school in 2006, I'll have you know. I'll have you know, and I never once... And I never once said Spazoid. Whatever, Spazoid. I'm out of here. Spazoid. And the podcast. <laughs> This was trash, and yeah, this was it, so bad. It looks like it even gets more trash. Look at that fucking! Oh my god! Wow! It looks like it rem- the art reminds me of that like Nickelodeon era. Um, he c- shit, you yeah. know. And then also, what was the name of that Leviathan? Yeah, but that's like, yeah. It does. At least Leviathan was well drawn. Like I want to say well drawn, but like style but kind of. Yeah, this is just bad. Yeah, it was just bad. And he even the oh, the worst part about it is that the author made a. Uh, an Asian schoolgirl, like love interest, love interest, mark. and it's clearly just projection, and it's just oh my god, it's just not good. It's just not good. There's a frog fight. They fight with dead frogs. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. It's bad. It's very bad. This is one of those where I throw it across the room. Get the fuck away from Get the here. Fuck out of here. Next up, we have Rassel. Uh, this is it, it, pretty. This is actually pretty fun. Yeah, this was pretty fun. And it's a weird indie black and white comic book from... Let me take a look here. Jeff... 2010. Jeff Smith. Smith. So this is actually kind of new. Who's... Yeah, who uh, created Bone, which is a actually quite influential comic that had a massive run. I got the actual compendium like five years ago, and it's over a thousand pages. <laughs> weird it's incredibly long and incredibly good actually it's very bizarre it's like kind of like what if old school cartoon like mickey mouse type characters were in a hard fantasy universe and fucked (laughs) right no well that one of them does have like a sort of love interest but uh in like a normally drawn human girl oh yeah so, but it, that was so good. It was really good. So I, I'm, I was excited when I found well, out. I mean, that there's got to be a reason guy. it's called Bone, right? Ooh, you got him there. You know, I love the horny books, man. Yeah, I know you do, and even the books that aren't horny, you make horny. I project, I project <laughs> my horniness into them. Yep, exactly. Uh, so yeah, this is about a art thief, an interdimensional an time interdim- traveling art thief. Yeah, he straps on a massive jetpack. <laughs> And talks about Nikola Tesla a lot. There's a lot about Nikola Tesla, and there's a very surprising kind of surprising amount of Nikola Tesla. Is there a very cute Tesla? Look at this. Yeah, <laughs> super cute Tesla. Yeah, this is profile. Just like, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also a contender for thumbnail this week. So you my alternating current. Am I right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So we get to hear the evils of Thomas Edison, um, which we've. Maybe in 2010 we hadn't heard of this before. Yeah, but at this point, it's like I've probably heard four podcasts in the last year talk about fucking Nikola Tesla. You listen to podcasts? Yeah, I know I'm a nerd, right? Fucking nerd. (laughs) Got him. Dork. Oh my god. Got him. Um. Yeah. So, uh, this 
episode or issue of what was it called? Rassel. Rassel um, shows that's, uh, that's the best name, and though. his name is Rassel. Yeah, his name his is Rassel. His name is actually Rassel. It shows him kind of stealing an original Picasso, uh, and then uh, <laughs> we're gonna edit that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shows him traveling to a bar or something like a casino to sell it to s- something like that but then an art collector shows up and a, there's some kind of bad blood him. there yeah there's some kind of bad blood there because he gets like teleported out and then not or no he, he gets knocked out by one of the guy's security dudes yeah i tell you i'm i don't care about what happens next but it was not too bad to read yeah it wasn't the worst and uh i did think it was hilarious though so he gets an original picasso Rassel. steals it sells it to this casino and the casino pays him money that fits in an envelope. Yeah, are you maybe in- just saying he was not getting his money's worth. Yeah, I actually really liked the um, what, 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 what the dealer lady. I feel like she was drawn very well. Show me. I think she like kind of likes him. So she's. This, oh yeah, that's is, right. This is the dealer, and then he's like, it's just kind of hanging out with her. Yeah, she doesn't say anything, but she she's like she like to tries help. to help him out and and then her supervisor says like, no you uh, uh, do that. don't do that and then and she gives like, him a, sorry she like gives a sorry, him a very like, apologetic yeah. look and i thought she was pretty well drawn actually the the art in this is is good the character acting is good yeah i think that guy draws all of his own stuff doesn't surprise me um and the and yeah the art and bone written was and drawn really by good. jeff smith um yeah yeah the art and bone was really good this too was so that published makes sense by cartoon books <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. There you have it, folks. And that's it for the Bargain Bins this week. Thank you for coming on this wonderful journey with us. We're going to take one last break to fill up our beers. And we're going to talk about what books we're going to read next week. So you just chill out, you know, have yourself a little fap, relax, pull up a chair. Yeah. Light up a stogie. Strap up, strap in. Strap on. Strap on. Strap out. Strap out and strap a... Blaze up a spliff. Yep. Uh, Drop a tab of acid. Just chug, pound a beer, shotgun a beer. Butt chug a bottle of vodka, and you just hang on out, baby. Because Snort we'll a bottle out. of wine. Snort it. <sighs> we're back! And we're back. We're back with some beers. I'm ready to talk to you guys about what we're excited for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Dan? Jared? What are you the most excited for next week? Uh, let's see. We got some Heroes in Crisis. Uh-huh. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Yeah, that's probably what I'm most excited for. I am also excited for Wow, you're Sabrina... excited for one thing? Uh, no, I'm excited for that and... Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Wish. Wish number one. Yeah! And uh, Manning, there's number seven. A lot of number sevens. Yeah. Yep, there's two. That's a lot. That's two. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, I guess I'm also excited for... Uh, the, the covers of Detective Comics 1000. Yeah, that should be good. And I bet Detective uh, Comics 1000 is good. Probably, yeah. yeah. They, do you know who's writing it? I don't. Probably a whole bunch of different authors. Yeah. It's going to be a fatty. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that'll probably be good. I'm excited for that. Um, We don't normally pull action comics, or uh, Detective Comics, I mean. So that'll be cool. What are you yeah. excited for? Uh, So the full poll list for next week, just so you guys know, we have Marvel Fantastic Four number eight with Marvel Rising number one as a possibility. Um, We thought it was a light week, but Dan sucks at reading, so I found a bunch of things that we we're pulling on there top of go. it, so we might not pull Marvel Rising one. We'll see. Uh, we have Action Comics number 1009, Detective Comics number 1000, Heroes in Crisis number seven, Wonder Woman number 67, 
Uh, we might pull a back girl if I can get a good cover. Uh, Dial H for Hero, number one. The Terrific's number 14. And for the other publishers, we have Maneaters, number seven. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, number one. And Black Hammer, Age of Doom, number nine. What is Dial H for Hero? Dial H for Hero is one of the Wonder Comics Bendis okay. is doing. Is it... Uh, is- previously established or is it a new new i think okay. it's a new thing okay. um, we've we've checked out everything in the wonder comics imprint so and they've far. all been really good yeah so yeah that's probably smart i've heard some initial buzz about dial h for hero and that is very good so nice. i'm pretty excited all right yeah uh done. what i'm most excited for i'm gonna say probably dial h for hero like i said we, we've liked everything that's come out of wonder comics so far do we know who's writing that no not okay. off the top of my head i'm also very excited for sabrina the teenage witch number one um fantastic four number eight uh, and yeah, Heroes in Crisis number seven. Those are yeah. probably my the most excited I am. I'm not yeah. super excited for Detective Comics number one thousand. Yeah, eh, you know the I don't have a whole lot of nostalgia for Batman. No surprise there, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems cool, and um, it's a, what's a one thousand issues of a comic book. That's yeah. something, right? And something uh, really the covers are super cool. They're doing a thing where each uh decade is getting its own cover each decade of batman yep and drawn by kind of an icon if they when they could yeah drawn by the artist that was doing the iconic stuff yeah. so frank decade. miller's doing the 80s one i saw yep um and they got they have some old school people doing some of the old more yeah at least think, maybe the style at least I, I yeah guess. I'm sale not sure. someone's doing yeah so the, i think Tim he might Sale's be doing the doing 90s the 90s uh jock is doing the 2000s or maybe this greg capullo i think capullo capullo is doing the thousands and jock yeah. might be doing the 2010 oh okay yeah so or maybe the opposite maybe some, it's some kind of switcheroo there but, but yeah it's pretty cool it's a good like idea and a very good idea for them to make lots of money off of suckers yep. like us <laughs> like us um but yeah so that, that's my that's my big one wonder woman eh, it's been kind of meh lately but yeah it could be fun could be yeah yeah yeah, I don't I guess we don't have a whole lot else to say. I don't know why we took a break right before that. We could have just done this in five minutes. Yeah, I guess so. I was I was a little surprised, but here we are, and we got more beer. So who's to who's to say? Should we have some banter? Um, I don't want to force it. Do you have any banter left in you, Jared? I'm pretty bantered out. Yeah, I feel like I I'm I'm also a little bantered out. All right, well, I guess that's time for us to hang up our hats on another great episode of Craft Comics. Great, if I do say so myself. Oh man, it was just beautiful. It's been it's been wonderful. So lovely having you here with us in um my lonely lonely basement. Yeah, this is the one. We're both here, but that doesn't make it any less lonely. This is the one piece of joy that I have in my life, and uh, that's a depressing thing to admit out loud. <laughs> so I've been Jarrett Moore. And I am still Dan McHugh. And we are both signing off. And wishing you... (laughs) Have a great day. Have a great day. I hope you guys have a great day. Yep. Toodaloo.